Thanks for tuning in to the Unpopular Review Wrestling Podcast. This is an audio version of our Wrestling Review live streams. You can check those out and other funny and entertaining content at our YouTube channel. Find it at youtube.com backslash unpopularreview. Thanks and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Unpopular Review. I am your host, the executive consultant, joined here today by my returning to Friday's co-host, possibly temporary, we don't know, Bad Guy Jack, Bad Guy Jack, coming in already with a great goose bottle. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, man, it's great to be back on Friday night. Excellent, and the executive is here. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? First of all, you're going to stop taking my street name. Uh, that's one, right? And then second of all, you know, have some professionalism, have some decorum here. You are here on the A Show. You are here on Friday night, SmackDown. I had to come and bring some dignity to this show. And Dylan, you're looking thinner. You're looking a little blacker. What's going on? You've been working out? I, I was in the sun. Yeah. Uh, the sun must have burned off a couple pounds. But it's good to see you, D-Cap. I'm interested in seeing you. I am here. I am <laughs> If I was more professional, I would have had my tie, but it's really in the closet, and I just don't want to get up and leave. So this is the uh, best you got right here. Boom. So let's start right here and start on because we got people commenting already. Mike Riggs says, good evening, popular review fans. This is Mr. Mike Riggs. Welcome, you, ladies and gentlemen, to the fr- January 15th, 2021 edition of Unpopular Review, Friday Night Smackdown. Mike, I couldn't have said it better myself at the beginning of the show. Yes. Mr. Mike Riggs says, I have respect for Rey Mysterio since he debuted on SmackDown back in 2002. And I remember when Rey Mysterio drew. Number two at the 2006 World Rumble event, and he won it all. Mr. Mike Riz, continuing on. Chris, I love you working on Popular Review because I would like to learn from the master. I've been on a Popular Review since November of 2018. Oh. Mr. Mike Riz says, Kingpin, I respect for you, even though my co-host, Chris, said that you're drunk on behalf of my co-host. I apologize for laughing you. Never apologize for Mr. Mike Riz. Mr. Daniel Miller says, this show sucks. So let me tell you the little backstory. Oh, Daniel Miller was actually challenged because he was doing some BS in the wrestling groups. And I challenged him if he actually has stuff to say, if he's feeling froggy, he can come on the show. I'll send him the link. We are a guest episode today, ladies and gentlemen. So if you want to join us, let us know. Send me a message, send Bad Guy Jack a message. I challenged Daniel to come on this show. And guess what he did? He ran and he did what he always says. Everybody else says. Yeah, he don't seem like a runner. He just seemed like someone who just can't take a challenge at all. We, man. we call it we call it a keyboard warrior. We call it a keyboard Ooh. warrior. Mr. Mike Riggs, Chris, I promise tonight during the unpopular review of Friday Night SmackDown, I will only talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Thank you so much. Chris Harris is a piece of crap. As, oh long, as, I out, as long as I ain't come out your ass, I'll take that. Christopher Harris, hello everyone. Hey, Chris hey Christopher. Harris. That's right. That was a lovely red shirt. Derek Mitchell, what's up, Chris? Derek Mitchell is our, one of our more intelligent. He's a great uh, guy. Yes, I wish He's one day. Tremendous. Daniel Miller, Chris Harris is scared of me, yet I'm here online on, on people's TV, tablet, whatever you're watching us from. I think um, I found out most people watch us from our, their tablets. We actually have an algorithm for that. Oh, and cool. 
they're watching me say, hey, if you, I'm not scared of you, you can join this show and you can say hashtag fuck WWE, but you've been too afraid. You don't even accept tags. That was Martina says it's Friday, and you know what that means, that you're going to be just as corny as you usually are. Derek Mitchell says, what's up, bad guy? Hey. Says, Ding dong, hello. Hello. Charmaine says, hi, hugs and kisses. Derek Mitchell says, doom, Harlem Heat, crime time, and street profits all round up in one. That's us. We're Harlem Heat. Elvis Martinez says, have you guys bought a Powerball ticket? Negative. Mike Riggs says, this nope. show is going to be the very best show of all time. And Mike Riggs says, Chris, I messaged you. I'll check in in a second. Let's go ahead and let's start talking about Friday Night Smackdown. Smackdown. Now that we got those comments out the way. And Friday Night Smackdown opens up the same way it always opens up with one head of the table, Roman Reigns, talking about his demands and what he wants for this match against Adam Pearce at the Royal Rumble are you happy to see Roman Reigns join us every beginning of the show on Friday Night SmackDown? Or do you think they need to switch it up, Ron? I'm very, I'm very interested in hearing your opinions when you're not acting like you're excellent. Go ahead. And tell me <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely cool if they eventually switch it up because you don't want anything to become stale. That's the thing you want to do. But, um, you know, I, I, as I was sitting here watching SmackDown, I thought it was actually really cool seeing – uh, him telling Paul Heyman what to do, you know, he's sitting at the, he's sitting on the couch and he's sitting there saying, yeah, but well, he, I don't even think he said a whole lot. It was Paul Heyman doing all the talking and he said, yeah, well, you know, handle this. You just don't want to do this so much where it gets stale. Like it's cool. It's definitely cool, but you don't want it to become stale. And if you do it too much, it becomes stale. It becomes eventually like a banana sitting on your counter. You don't want that to be, you don't want that to be a thing. So I, I don't. I didn't mind it because it was my first time watching SmackDown in a while. Like I was, you know, last week I was off, so I missed it. But I was watching it, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. But you just don't want it to be a consistent thing. No, not at all. I mean, so glad to see Roman Reigns. I actually posed the question: Is he the biggest superstar in wrestling right now? And I got a lot of mixed reactions. And actually, now I pose that question to you, Ron. Do you feel like Roman Reigns is the biggest superstar in wrestling? That includes. Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT, MLW, uh, Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling. What do you think? I definitely would have to say he definitely do. He definitely is. Like, I'm, I'm sitting this. I don't watch a whole lot of New Japan. I know of char um, characters. I know of wrestlers there, but I don't watch enough of it. AEW, they got some great names there, but they don't have the same name value as Roman Reigns. Even, like, Drew McIntyre, I think he's been doing a really good job. I think he's been doing a really good job on Raw. Uh, as a champion, but they don't match up to Roman Reigns. So, no, I do think he is the biggest name right now, like, especially since John Cena is not active at the moment, right? So mm -hmm. you have to go with, I think you would have to say Roman Reigns is easy. If John Cena was active, I would say Roman Reigns is number two. Mm -hmm. But with John Cena not here, he's definitely number one. Yeah, I, as a consistent wrestler now, I will have to say that Roman Reigns is up there. I don't see anybody coming close. I mean, to a certain extent, yes, maybe Drew McIntyre to a certain extent. Yes, maybe John Moxley. But I think heads and above tails, if you have a match with fans in it again and you put a name on the marquee, I think Roman Reigns sells more tickets. Uh, Mike Riggs says, what's up, bad guy? Jack Charmaine, I'm happy that Adam made a good choice. Matt Mad Dog Kelly says, hey, exec, consultant Chris Harrison, bad guy Jack. Matt, if you ever want to be on the show because you do a good job at Behind the Ropes Media, make sure you uh, join, uh, follow them, Behind the Ropes Media. You can feel free to send me a message. Send me a message. Yes, you do. Send me a message, and we can get you on for a segment or two. Daniel Miller said, hey, Chris, we're all sucked in Roman and saved WWE in general. Good job. 
Very intelligent comments by Daniel Miller, as always. Charmaine Marie says, hello, Mr. Bell. How are you looking good? Thank you very much. Mr. Mike Riz says, Chris and Bad Guy Jack and Mr. Mike Riz will make sure our show is once again the number one talk show review show of all time. Matt Mad Dog Kelly says, don't forget Sting. Can't say Sting. Sting is, is out of its prime. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't put Sting in that conversation. Bad until the era had the same problem during the McMahon Helmsley era with them starting every show, and that's true. And I actually was never really a fan of the McMahon Helmsley era until Vince McMahon came out and joined them. Before that, I thought they were very boring. They just came out and did the same thing each and every single week. This is the first time Roman Reigns actually looked at the end of the show, and we'll talk about it a little later, where he actually looked distressed. Most of the time, he was very annoyed. He did look very annoyed. This clown again. Uh, Roman's the top heel in all of wrestling. Ellis Martinez says if Goldberg wins in the Royal Rumble, then co- comes the Miz to cash in wins that. What would you do to happen to Miz before? I'll be very happy to see Miz with that world championship again. Do you, I, okay, let's dissect that a little bit. It said if Goldberg wins at the Royal Rumble, which I doubt, and then the Miz cashes in. I, I don't see Miz pinning Goldberg at all. I really don't. But why don't you? I mean, I mean. Make it make sense. Okay, cool. So I bet Goldberg beats Drew McIntyre. All right, cool. I feel like Miz just don't have no. And granted, with the the money in the bank, he can he can cash in at any time. He can do everything. Happy birthday, to Shane McMahon. Yes, happy birthday, Shane. I don't even know how how old the fella is, but um, one or fifty two. Oh wow, Re- really? Wow, I thought he was in his wow. I thought he was in his late forties. But um, I feel like it, it, the thing is, is like. <laughs> okay, Goldberg beats Drew McIntyre. He beats this guy. He doesn't beat the Miz. I don't know. I, I that right there, I'll be like, and I get wrestling is you guys suspend your disbelief. I understand that. I get that. But the Miz being Goldberg, I just, I that would be one of those things. Miz is and, smarter. He's who? He's smarter. He's craftier. This I can see him being Goldberg. I, I sit here and say I just don't see it. I, I mean, I feel like Goldberg should destroy Miz. And 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 you're such a hater. You're such a hater. I, I, I bring you back to Friday, and this is the things I get you hating on the Miz. The Miz should be your next WWE World Heavyweight Champion, and I, I, I'm gonna have to stand by that. Uh, let's see. Roman Reigns has the look, heritage, and pedigree. I would agree. Reigns is the number one guy in the wrestling world right now. Yes. Hashtag bag on Van Oberg. I remember Shane McMahon. Uh, and it says looks like it says from Beijing. Let's talk about the first match of the night. Sure. First match tonight is. Uh, versus Jay Uso. Jay Uso came out here, cut a promo talking about he's entering the War Rumble. He's declaring himself for the War Rumble. He's going to win. He's going to challenge either Olberg or Drew McIntyre. He's going to go to Raw. WWE World Championship. Go to Raw and take that championship at WrestleMania so they can be the head um, the run the WWE, the bloodline. Yeah. Do you see this as a possibility of happening? Oh, hell no. Like, you know, it's crazy because, like, as I was watching this, as I was doing my homework for this show, I mean, I get what his character is supposed to be. You know, he's supposed to be, um, you know, um, the Robin to the Batman, Tails to Sonic, whatever you want to put, the sidekick, right? Mm-hmm. But he was saying all this stuff, and I was just like, oh, my God, he's really just really <laughs> – I don't know. He's doing his job. He's doing his job. Um Definitely don't see him winning the Royal Rumble at all. I don't see him. Um, I I definitely don't see him winning Raw. And and even if he did, uh, Drew would Drew would knock the taste out of his mouth. Goldberg, if Goldberg won, would knock the taste out of his mouth. I just don't see it. 
uh, like I said, he did his job very well. What's the thing uh, people said? He was shelling very hard. He was in there saying, yeah, my cousin did this and my cousin did that. But then I'm going to win the Royal Rumble and then I'm going to go to Raw and then I'm going to be Drew Oldberg. And it, it just, it. I, I remember kind of like I had douche chills going down my spine. I don't know if it was cold, but I think it was douche chills coming down my spine. And I just was really turned off by it. But he did his job very well and definitely don't see him winning the Royal Rumble. Um, I do want to say this, if I could just take over for a second. Um, you know, it was really cool because I really missed last week. So when I got a chance to see that Nakamura was really, he, he looked hot in that uh, gauntlet, which I'm glad because, I got to say, uh, Sensei, I mean, if you're a New Japan fan, I guess you already knew how great he was. I caught one match in New Japan with him. It was him and AJ in uh, 2016. So I had an idea, but then you see the stuff that he can do and stuff. And I, I've always felt on the main roster that he was very underutilized. Mm-hmm. So when he was in that gauntlet, I thought that was great that they acknowledged, like, you know, this guy is great. They acknowledge that he was great. I mean, that's why he did beat Rey Mysterio, Baron Corbin, um, Daniel Bryan. I mean, he had to fall out at the end. So him having this match, and um, we'll dissect it. I see that we have a an, uh, an approacher coming through. If you want to bring him in, but I'll um, bring him in a second. I want you to finish your, uh, your thought. Oh sure. Um, but I was really glad that they acknowledged because I think the, I think the biggest problem with WWE is they have a lot of talent and they don't know what to do with it. And I understand not everyone can be a champion, and that's fine. But I'm like, certain people, you're like, wait a minute. this You should be at least acknowledging, you should be pushing this person. And I think Nakamura is one of those guys. So I was glad that he um, he had that match with um, Jay Uso. And, you know, Jay Uso called himself Main Event Jay. And it was cool. It was cool and all that stuff. I get why he's saying that, especially now that he's having this single run right now. But I was glad that they... Um, gave Nakamura, um, you know, they gave Nakamura the spotlight and he wasn't like he would, he seemed very motivated in that match. Do you agree? Oh, definitely. Definitely. He was very motivated in that match. This was the Nakamura old. Speaking of Nakamura old, they also, he also came out to his old music. The yeah. remix is gone. So I think that was an officially saying that, hey, he is going to be a face. I, and uh, to solidify, you had Cesaro come out and Cesaro was acting still very heelish. So you mm-hmm. can see I wanted to ask you, what did you prefer? Because I'm a big fan of wrestling themes, but did you prefer his old theme that was NXT or the one that the remix that he had until he turned face? Because uh, he's face. I I, I, I always prefer the only situation with that is that his music is better old Scott style. However, without fans, it might not have yeah. the same impact. Could they do the? And oh, I like. Yeah, they do it with them, and that was the uh, the selling point behind it, in my opinion. So I, I have to say that that might hurt it a little bit, but at the same time, I did get used to the new one, but I prefer the old one. So that, and so I, I would have saved it for WrestleMania, depending on who he wrestles. But since it doesn't look like he's going to be after that world title, I'm not yeah. sure if that was definitely going to be the uh, the thing about it. Uh, but before we uh, finish up talking about this match, let's go ahead and bring in our first guest, ladies and gentlemen. He's been in the comments, and now he's here joining us tonight. Second week in a row, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mike Riggs. What is going on? Mike Riggs! Mr. Mike Riggs. It's good to see you, Chris. Jack, what's going on, brother? What's going on, fam? How nice are you? See. Man, I am 
so excited to be with you guys here tonight. Let's get down to it. No excuses. Let's get to it. No excuses. I don't like excuses. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, Chris, how's it going tonight, brother? Chris is Chris is doing well. I mean, I, I enjoy SmackDown. And I want to get your thoughts when it comes to Nakamura as well as the Cesaro situation. Where do you see the storyline heading up? Are you enjoying it so far? What did you think of the match between Nakamura and Cesaro? Since Gay go back to his old baby face routine to Cesaro, he's like the Swiss Superman. And he's telling Shinsuke all these stuff backstage that we cannot hear because we're we're not at the arena yet because it's still COVID going on. She did say to me personally, on a personal level, he could break out and go after a future Universal title shot or the Intercontinental Heavyweight title, in my opinion. So Shinsuke needs to be back on his own, away from the tag team division. Um, I can I can agree to that. I, I think that um, I think the biggest problem with WWE is they make a lot of makeshift tag teams because they don't have tag teams. But Nakamura should definitely be someone on his own. So I agree to that. Yeah. Yes. Um, same with Cesaro, actually. But I, I'm saying because I think Nakamura is the one that to eliminate big guys in a major battle world. Well, that was a long time ago, 2014. But this is 2021. I can't picture. Say, it's down to the final four. We're not quite there yet to the War Rumble, but if it comes down to Shinsuke, Cesaro, and probably Rawls on Sheamus or Keith Lee. It should be one of those matches where in the final four, who knows what's going to happen. I know we're only a few weeks away, but I'm just saying it might be two SmackDown guys left or two Raw guys left final four. So, about to make a draw. Uh, we'll talk about some more Roman predictions more so next week when we get more into the field. Let's talk about the next match of the night. The next match of the night sure. was the best of all time, the bold Natalia in the ring with Tamina in her corner, who now that I think about it, did absolutely nothing during this match. But Tamina in her corner <laughs> she did. Uh, against Liv Morgan in this match. Of course, she was accompanied by Ruby Riot as well as, who, in my opinion, somebody who's just getting better and better each week, and that is Billy Kay. Liv Morgan takes the L in this match with a roll-up yeah. because of interference by Billy Kay. Who messed up. Yeah. Billy Kay, Riot Squad. I made a comment earlier in the wrestling community, and I said, I think Billy Kay is better for them than Sarah Logan. Go ahead and disagree me if you want. Mike, you, go ahead. you look like you got some. absolutely agree. Sarah Logan is out of action. She's going to come along. We all know that's what's going on. But Billy Kay, she's better with them than Sarah was because when they first formed this team, Sarah would just stand outside the ring and not get in the ring and wrestle. That's not what the fans want to see. Now, Natalia, on the other hand, Brett's niece, that woman is a queen of hearts. I don't expect her like uncle on heart, but Natalia is the goat of professional wrestling. And I did see a fan did something wrong during the ceremony of the Heart Foundation, you know, that part time, but Natalia, she needs to keep her eyesight on the future SmackDown Women's title shot down the line, in my opinion. I think uh, if I could take over right here, was you done, Mike? Uh, go ahead. <clears throat> no, I was going to say, I think the thing, because I, I, I think I could see why Chris would say that. Um, I feel like Billy Kay is a better entertainer than Sarah. Like, 
Sarah, I think I think Sarah was good in the ring, and she didn't get a lot of ring time, at least to my knowledge. I don't I don't feel like she got a lot of ring time, or at least maybe stuff I didn't see. But yeah. tanning wise, she definitely is. Even the stuff because Billy Kay, she just talks, and I think that's her strong suit. Yeah, I think in ring wise, in ring wise, in ring wise, I'm sorry. You know, ever since Billy Kay got drafted to SmackDown, she's trying to blend in, make new friends over there on the Blue Band. And no doubt about it, if Billy Kay gets a chance, she might be the manager of the Wyatt Squad, if all possible. Oh, that's definitely a possibility. So let's uh, go ahead and get into some of these comments that I uh, missed earlier. i so sorry. That's no, okay. It happens. Uh, let's see. Ron is the best in the world. Is Jimmy? Who said returning, that? I mean, is Jimmy returning possibly in the Royal Rumble? I think it's around the time. I think we're only a few weeks away from Jimmy Uso returning. Who wants to see Goldberg versus Drew? Oh my effing G! Goldberg do the same moves. Come on, most wrestlers do the same moves. Gotta pay attention to that. Yeah, Mr. So Mike Griggs says, "Chris, what is your favorite SmackDown moment of all time?" I don't know if I have a favorite SmackDown moment. Um. The ring collapsing, of course. Uh, mostly what anything about Rhino, uh, going Jericho through the uh, SmackDown talk. Oh, don't forget, oh, four when Cena had Benoit bring Heyman to the ring and eat soap. Now, that was hilarious. I didn't find that funny. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a good segment, uh, that people mm-hmm. don't talk about enough. It was, uh, what Eric Bischoff was the uh, oh. Yeah, yeah Billy and Chuck wedding. Speaking of weddings, Teddy Long uh, and Crystal Marshall, I thought was a good one. Uh, a lot of people yeah. don't remember that one. Uh, there was it was a lot of good. I mean, you have people I don't understand. I mean, because we always talk about Raw, Raw, Raw. SmackDown's been on the air for almost twenty-two yeah. years. Now. I know you don't want to bring up the Fourth of July episode, two thousand two. I know you don't want me to talk about that one, but that's one of my personal favorites. That's time. So you know, I was. Charmaine said, "I guess SmackDown to be." Hold up. Speaking of twelve, I want to read these twelve comments before we do that. George Lewis, who hasn't been on the show forever, what's going on, Mister Samuel Lewis? They brought back Nakamura old theme, right? Zoli Harley says, "What's up, family?" Zoli, another smart guy who needs to be on the show one time. Go ahead and send me a, a message. It'd be surprised King Corbin win. Derek Mitchell says, two of my favorite moments of the last five years: AJ Styles wore a Rumble debut, yes. and Nakamura NXT Takeover Dallas." I like his old themes. George Samuel Lewis answering the question that Ron said earlier. Zoli Harley says, what do you think about what Adam did? Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. That was a nice little swerve there. Michael Licata, the 24-7 champion, says, hey, what's up, guys? What's going on, Michael? Charmaine says, Jay is Roman's lapdog. This is true. What's up, Mike? Michael Licata says, hi, Charmaine. George Samuel Lewis says, that ending was a swerve, and I liked it. You knew something was happening. You knew something big was going to happen. You knew this wasn't going to be the match they're going to go with. Derek Mitchell says Billy Kay is killing in this role. George Lewis says, I agree with you, Chris. I think Billy is a good fit for the Riot Squad. Derek Mitchell says Natalia is a utility player but doesn't need a title run to mean it's tall but brings nothing, no pun to the table. I want to um, talk about this comment real quick if you allow me. Sure. Take it. Take it. Natalia is a very solid wrestler. She's been there for quite a long time and she knows how to train the wrestlers in the ring. However, is she going after the title? I don't remember any time in the recent memory she went after the title. And I'm not saying she was successful, was successful because she did have a, a title run about three or four years ago. But where yeah, it was actually yeah. interesting seeing her go after the title. She's played her part in the business. I she think, doesn't need that anymore. Yeah. I, and just to piggy bank on that is like she's pretty much the ring general for these women in the ring. Because like 
At this rate in the game, what is she in her late thirties, forties, or something like that? I I don't know her age, but I'm just saying at this rate, she's she's huh? I would say late forties. Yeah, she's I'll, definitely not her late forties. That's forties. She is definitely not her late forties. I would say late thirties, early forties. I think she's yeah. I'm gonna say that. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, probably forty yeah. now. She's probably forty now. Fun fact: Tamina is actually forty-three. She just turned forty-three. Whoa! Yeah, yeah but but I was gonna say she's at a point in her career now where. Right, like you said, Chris. Um, what was it? Three, four years ago, she the last run she had with the championship was like three, four years ago. They're not gonna put the title on her anytime soon. I I don't see that. They didn't even do that with Mickey James. I feel like Mickey James had the storyline of like I'm the old Mickey dog. Hmm. I mean, oh, what she had was in that few years She could have. She could have. I agree. She could have. But my point is this: is that you know, like. You have these women who are maybe in the late 30s, 40s, and they have the story where you can tell, like, hey, look, I know I'm not as young as I used to, but I can still go. And Natalia, and obviously she could, she could still go, but her role is not that. It's to really make these women look good in these matches. I, if I can mm-hmm. jump a match or so, I was surprised that she pinned Liv Morgan. I was relatively surprised at that because I really thought – Okay, I remember even as I was taking notes, I was taking notes and looking on the floor because that's what I do as I take notes. And I was looking as I was watching. Yeah, I looked at the floor. I don't know why I was interested in the floor. But then again, I, I had goose in my hand. So, boom. But as I was looking at the floor and I saw uh, Liv Morgan get pinned, I was surprised. I said, wow, Liv Morgan really got pinned because I really thought that was an easy Liv Morgan win. So I don't know. I mean, maybe I missed something. I'm missing. Oh, uh, you didn't miss it. It, it was just a further storyline of Billy Kay trying to incorporate herself in it, but still being somewhat of a goof up and a mess up, and that's why they had to um, do it. I, and it's the way I, they I still had the books from Natalia because she's still the best. She's still the most winningest. Maddie is uh, my age, thirty eight. Good, glad to see. That's me. Wow. She's, yeah, she's still good. Yeah, she looks great. But that's uh, I that's where Maddie it up. So I respect that. Malik X says, peace and blessings to the panel. And Mr. Mike Riggs, I want you to see this comment. This is comments for you. Sally, Sally, Issa, Abdul, Malik is giving you the star eyes because you're a star, George. Fire Billy from Daniel Miller because he has nothing positive to say. Oh, it's Martinez, who usually is the idiot of the group. You got somebody who's dumber than you. <laughs> uh, would you want to see Riddle win the World Rumble possibly versus Goldberg? I want to see him face Goldberg, and I know he wants to face Goldberg very badly, but I don't think he'll win the World Rumble. I think it would be for different reasons, though. No? Um, I want to see that someone in uh-huh. the division is winning the World Rumble. That's my opinion. Uh, that's a possibility. Derek Mitchell says, I think pinning Liv Morgan to build tension between the riot squad. Exactly, Derek Mitchell. Roxana, Charlie, Ashley, Bella, four first names. Apollo will win the new Intercontinental Championship next week. And Roman right hand also what up with show on January 26th of that pay-per-view. You know, if you don't know what I'm talking about, check WWE Network News Feed, and I will. George Lewis is going to be on the show next week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching Unpopular Reviews. Unpopular Reviews, SmackDown Edition, Zach and Consultant here, along with Bad Guy Jack and Mr. Mike Riggs. Every Friday, guest episode, if you want to join, send myself or Bad Guy uh, Jack a message. George, you want to be on the show next week? You can definitely be on the show next week. Looking forward to seeing the incomparable, the overseer, George Samuel Lewis. Charmaine Marie, want to get clout. Natty birthday is May 27th, 1982. She's my age. You said that. Chastity, beautiful Bandari. Hey, brother, what's going on, sis? How you doing? Tyler Mullins 
says Nakamura deserves a universal title shot. I what do you agree. think about that? Do you do you agree to that? I definitely agree. I would have put Nakamura in that match with Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble as opposed to Kevin Owens. I like Kevin I'm, Owens. We, I like this feud, but it's too long. Right. I, I do. If we can, I don't know. Do you want to do it in order or whatnot? Because I do want to jump. If you want to jump, we can jump. But let me go ahead. Elvis Martinez says, I'm the intelligent one here. You're an intelligent one. <laughs> oh, my God. You came me. You're the intelligent one, Elvis, if you walk inside a, a zoo with a bunch of monkeys and then it still has to be put up for a test. Okay. Charmaine De Marie says, hey, ho. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Daniel, got to go. I agree. Chastity says, every time I come on here, it's new people. Bad Guy Jack's been on with us for almost a year now. And Mr. Mike Riggs is a guest joined yesterday because everybody else is afraid, including Mr. Daniel uh, Miller. Charmaine, I'm actually about to bring you on. Go ahead and send me a message. Zoli Zoli to the pay-per-view. And uh, Daniel Miller says, AEW show WWE actually how to put on a good show. Look at this guy. The train is never late with this jackass. I don't understand what's going on. I think I've been missing out a lot. That's the AEW guy, right? Yeah, that's the AEW guy. That's the guy that's like, oh, hey, Ralph Sykes is a 0.1 out of 10. Oh, AEW is an 8.10. Vincent Mann is here. Tony Khan in. Oh. You know, it's like, you know, he's, he's talking. I can imagine him right now. If anybody sees Suicide Squad, he's like he's like the Enchantress. Like, that's what he's talking. He's just, he's just, like, oh, just randomly shaking. Just a bunch of shaking. Yeah. That was a terrible. These people are so scared of AEW, even though we do a show every Wednesday on AEW. Like, get out of here. Or Marge, I'm going to get my unpopular red and yellow shirt. I send the link to my brother or my mom. I might get it in between February or March. So I'll be officially a member of the week. You should. you should. Tyler Mullen says, WrestleMania 37 is postponed for three weeks. Is that a good idea by Vince? We're actually going to talk about this. this is in my notes, but I'll say it. Um, why not? <laughs> it, it's fine. I mean, they don't have fans. Uh, they probably will have fans for WrestleMania. When they, whether they have 5,000 fans there, 500 fans there, or 50,000 fans there, they're going to sell out regardless. So whether they have it in March or April, doesn't really matter. They want to wait more power to them. Elvis yeah. Martinez says, you guys know that you love me. You know what I would love? I would love for you to get new lines. That's what I would love. Roxanne <laughs> Charlie Ashley Bella says, for 2021, I want to leave versus Otis in a one-on-one match. They have not been utilizing Otis that much. Yo, that would be a dream match. Hello. Oh. Fuck Chris Harris. So oh, there's, a, there's a club called there's a club called the FUCC, and that club is called the Fuck You Chris Club. Uh, oh, lots of people have joined that in, in, in my life. Trust me, Daniel. You say that does not hurt me. You know what will actually hurt me if I find out you actually do get girls. That will hurt me because like if you get girls, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Because you look oh, like you look like you look ah, like burn, you look, Daniel. Burn. This is how bad you are. This is how bad you are. You look like the type of guy that goes up to a girl and says, Hey, I want to buy you lunch. And instead of the girl using you for lunch, she gives you money so you can go take yourself out to lunch and leave her the fuck alone. Matt Matt Dog Kelly says that Bailey show is fun. Do you guys think she'll do more of this talk show? Ding dong, hello. Yes, Matt, she will definitely do more of that talk Ding show. That show. I, I actually did want to ask you about that. What did you think about that? Because I know you've been a big fan of Bailey, and Bailey has been really doing a really great job on the show. Uh, if we can just even, if we can take a minute from. Uh, insulting Daniel, who want to take a moment to sit here and try to ruin our show, and you're not going to ruin our show, Daniel. So I sit here and say this, and you can sit here and you can email all the hate you want. Um, and you know where to find me, motherfucker. But the point is, uh, 
Yeah, no, because you're not gonna sit here and ruin the unpopular review SmackDown edition. You're not gonna. It's my first night back on SmackDown. You're not gonna sit here and come up with this tight ass, badass promo. You weak bad. It's called a promo. Have someone write it for you. But the thing is, you know, um, I thought the segment was really good. If we can, I mean, I know we're jumping all over the place, but I did want to ask because I know Chris was a big fan of Bailey. Bailey has been killing it on SmackDown. I think Bailey has been finding a ways to put over a lot of, um. And I say, uh, you know, new talent. I don't, I don't want to say young, but new talent. Like, um, you know, Bianca Belair. Honestly, that's my pick for the Royal Rumble for female. Like, if, right. honestly, that's my pick. I don't have male yet. I don't have male. Male is kind of Daniel Bryan. I mean, I know I'm jumping the gun here. But if I had to go female, it's definitely Bianca Belair. But what did you guys think about this segment here? Um, I'll, I'll go first real quick, Mr. Mike Riggs. I love this segment, and I'll tell you why I love this segment. Everybody knows I'm a big Bailey fan. I've been a big Bailey fan for the last year. I think the evolution that she has had is her character has been phenomenal. Um, the COVID areas, or, or what I call it last week, uh, I was talking to the Mark Victor Rodriguez, and I said that you know we're not in the attitude era, the ruthless aggression era, the new era, or anything like that. The era that we're in right now is called the virtual era. And I think the person who has been very beneficial of the virtual era has been Bailey. I think it's um, grown her character to the point where the confidence that she exudes when she comes out there is unlike almost any other wrestler right now. She is that good, and she's like Midas. Everything she touches is gold. She's going to put Bianca over and make her such a star. It's ridiculous. She looks so comfortable out there. It was entertaining. I love this segment. I love Bailey. She's really good. Somebody should crop this and put it on Twitter and tweet her. Have her tweet me because, Bailey, you look hot tonight. Mr. Mike Riggs, what's your opinion? Well, I've been a fan of Bailey since her NXT days. No doubt about that. She's a talented wrestler, a wonderful speaker for uh, Via Star. That's one of their campaigns they do for children. Make a wish. She's getting up there in the wish account. Uh, she's trying to make Bailey feel welcome because she started out in NXT, didn't get a big run towards the NXT women's title. But to have that segment, talk show on SmackDown, hey, it's worth the price and mission, Chris. And bad guy Jack. And you guys know I love being part of this her team for almost the full year since last year. And I appreciate everything you guys do to have me on the air and like a blessing for me to be with you guys each week in the chat and then get the invite from you, Chris. So thank you, man. Hey, no problem. Stefan, I'll give you quick predictions and we'll go more into depth about that over the next couple of weeks. Um, short predictions, real quick. Um, I have Keith Lee winning the War Rumble for the men's, and I have Bianca Belair winning the War Rumble for the women's. That's a short, and that might change in the next couple of weeks. Tyler Mullen yeah. says, so what the Undertaker um, be retired, but Sting is in AEW, has had the same amount of years as career as Sting. Does Sting have one more match in him, or will Taker make a surprise matchup? Taker is done. I really believe Taker is done no more. Yeah, Sting will have a match or two in AEW. The good thing about Sting is supposed to Undertaker, and this is no disrespect to Undertaker. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I actually like him more than Sting. But Sting moves better than the Undertaker. I'm sorry. So I, I think Sting is capable of having a match with the. Uh, if I can, if I can interject here, uh, yeah, they both had a match at WrestleMania 2015. I forget what number because I lose contract of numbers. But um, but um, they both had matches. Undertaker had a match with Bray Wyatt. Undertaker uh, Sting had a match with Triple H. Yeah. Sting moved a lot better than Undertaker in those matches, correct? Or do you or you disagree? I, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. One hundred percent. 
Okay. I'll, um, and Roxanne, uh, for this answer, I'll just say it's too close to call, in my personal opinion. Uh, I'm sorry, not too close to call, too early to call. Bailey's had one show, and Eric Lowe did that for years. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you, Bailey, new talk show. At least JD is a legit podcaster. You know what, Daniel? Uh, this is the funny thing. This is the last time I'm actually going to highlight your comment. This is the last time I'm going to highlight your comment or address you because I'm giving you more, I'm get, making you more over now than you ever were in any kind of wrestling career you think you had. But let me just say this real quick. For a show that you claim that you do not like and for a show that you claim you cannot stand, including me and anybody else who's on the show, you watch us longer than every single person who watches us. So do not say anything. You are there when we start and you are there till we end. So if you do not like our show, stop watching. If you do not like people, um, yep, I like wrestling and us because we run it, stop being a yep, I like wrestling or any other wrestling group. It's a very simple thing, but no. You like it because you like getting any attention. And I'm giving you attention. More attention than any woman or dude that you ever dated has given you. Bailey did look sexy with the glasses on. Most women look sexy with glasses on. Ooh, Derek Mitchell says, I think Bailey has benefited from the virtual era. Her character has evolved for the better. Zoli Zoli said, the other three times. Do you think he's going to win? No, I do no. not. No, no. If Derek Mitchell says, the Undertaker has had hip surgery with affects his mobility. Yeah, that is true. It's 100% true, even though he's still no, good. Or I agree. That, uh, hip surgery, but uh, you're 100% correct. But Staten has also had surgery over the years. But let's talk about it real quick. Let's talk about Kevin Owens getting another title shot. I like the swerve at the end. You know what I love about Roman Reigns? It's the, it's the, you know, I oh. love this period. It's the small things. That's why I used to always say, why I like Paul Heyman. It's the small things. Mm-hmm. When they come out, they always come out the same way, which most wrestlers do. They come out the same way. Roman Reigns comes out. He stands in his spot. He raises his belt. And Paul Heyman stares at the belt the entire time it's in the air. And it's just so great. I love it. And then as he's walking, Roman walks in the ring. Paul Heyman looks at him with the most loving eyes the entire time. Doesn't even walk to look at see which one. Just constantly look at him. And then Jay is also just there. Just as the right-hand man always looks like he's ready to scrap. And, and, you know, speaking of which, it's funny how Paul Heyman called Adam Pierce earlier in the show Scrap Daddy, which he used to call himself back when he worked um, mm-hmm. the independent team. But it's just it's just small things. I really, really like that angle. And then for him, every time he does his contract signing, saying, hey, I want to sit at the head of the table, not across. I have to sit at the head of the table. It's really, really well done. But seeing Kevin Owens, when uh, you saw Adam Pierce get happy over the signature and stuff, you knew it was a swerve coming. I had a feeling it was Kevin Owens. I was swearing I hope Nakamura was coming out. Uh, uh-huh. I was really disappointed to see Kevin Owens, but you know what? At the same time, I'm a big fan of Kevin Owens, and I feel like he sells everything he does very, very well. Even if I don't like a segment, he always makes it entertaining to me somehow. And I think this last man standing match is going to be a very, very good match in the World Rumble. I'm looking forward to Mr. Mike, raise your thoughts. Wow. Last man standing match. That is going to be a drag down slava knocker. Sorry, still have one, John Ross. I know that's his catchphrase. But for Kale to win a little quicker than the bit than the tribal chief. I know there's gonna be bloodshed. I know how that match goes. It gets bloody by the 30, 30 or forty minute in the time limit in the match. Mm-hmm. But if I wants to win, he needs to bring out a little bam bam bigelow in him and, and take the tribal chief to school. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, uh Mike, when you said bring out some bam bam, I was saying you want him to tattoo his head. <laughs> yeah, I kind of say Paying homage to the man, the beast. Can I comment on this real quick? Jay Cargrill and, and I mean anybody who follows me on Twitter will know that I, I'm like have a crushing on that woman hard, and I know she's involved with the child and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I, I, I'm crushing <laughs> on that. 
I mean, because she has a she has a child, you know. What I'm right, saying? right, right, right. Oh, yeah. that kind of body! Oh my God, you're hot! Wow, you're watching. I know you're watching too. You know, hey, you know, no disrespect to your man, you know, but if y'all have a falling out, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Harris, Seth Rollins return after Royal Rumble. Hold on, Mr. Mike Riggs. Well, Chris will Seth Rollins return? I think he'll return the week before the Royal Rumble. I don't think he'll be a surprise entrance because that won't be much of a surprise. If you think if if he does return, let me ask: Babyface or Hell? Um, Dylan and I always get an argument. He swears up and down he's going to come back as a baby face. I don't see it. I don't I see, see it. If it was a longer time, I would say yes, he can come back as a baby face. But coming back two months later, would he pick up being a hill? But that when you had that kind of heel run that you had last mm-hmm. year, where you were you know poking people's eyes out and stuff like that, no, he can come back. If you only go off for two months, you come back as a heel. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough what about you, Mike Rich? What do you what do you think? If he if Seth Rollins come back, what do you think? Babyface Hill. Wow. Seth's been gone for two months. Being coming a flower, that's a big step. If he comes back to the War Rumble, I say still be a heel, but he's still doing the greater good. Because I know not everybody would agree with that. Let, let me ask this let me ask you guys this. I, I don't mean to dissect deeper into this question than I am, but what what is the roster like on SmackDown? Is it more heel? Is it heel heavy, babyface heavy? Like, do you guys have an idea? Or I think WWE in general right now is heel heavy, and I think that's because a yeah. lot of a lot of wrestlers prefer being heel, heel, and unfortunately, a lot of wrestlers are more entertaining as heels. And, and it's, it's sad to say, but there are not a lot of wrestlers who are good babyfaces right now. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. First time yeah, Roman yeah, no, he did yeah. get, he did he get one up. Because the, most of the time at the end of all these shows, he's the one that got over. You know, whether he threw somebody off a thing or he had a last line or yeah, he beat somebody right. with a chair or something like that. This time he actually sat there and was like, oh, God. But, but at the same time, it didn't look like, oh, man, I'm going to get my ass whooped. It looked more like this guy just won't go away. Like, <laughs> again, that's how I felt. But like I said, I know Kevin Owens is going to make me really like this segment. And somebody asked about it, and I know I saw it somewhere. How long do you think Big Dog will champ for? Um, it depends well, on who he's wrestling at WrestleMania, but depending, but depending on who he wrestles at WrestleMania, if he doesn't lose at WrestleMania, I don't see it to possibly SummerSlam. And that's it. I can't wait to see this last match. I think SummerSlam. If Kevin Owens wins, I agree. I know jumping the gun, but Jimmy Uso returns to World Rumble, help reigns best Owens and last man standing match. I can definitely see that happening. Don't be too surprised if you see Brock in the World Rumble and win. I don't necessarily see that happening. I see him coming to the World Rumble, maybe, but not winning. I agree. I think Seth will come back as a face. Good job, Mr. Mike Riggs. What about her wife, Becky? Is she come back that night in the Royal Rumble? I don't see her coming back in the Royal Rumble. There are rumors that she's coming back before WrestleMania, which is a surprise to me. You you have a a Twitter account. I heard this on Twitter that she literally, um, you you can make not a story, but like a little bio. And she said pretty much getting ready to come back to work. So She did say something. Right, right? I remember I said last week that I would have really liked to see Instead of Charlotte and Oscar being the tag team champions, I would have liked to see um, Becky and Charlotte be the tag team champions. They both come back at WrestleMania to face Shayna Baszler and Nia Jackson, who they both were infused with before they went on whatever leave they did, whether it was maternal or uh, right. medical. 
Right, 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 right. You know, and jumped it, and now I kind of think Charlotte is going to end up facing Oscar at WrestleMania. I um, see that happening myself. Yeah, Derek Mitchell says Top Heel SmackDown Reigns, Jay Duso, Corbin Rollins, Zayn, Dirty Dogs, and Apollo Crews. We'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, I can't Matt, wait to. Matt, Matt, Dog, Kelly. Do you guys think Roman needed Paul Heyman, or is it the other way around? I don't think Paul Heyman needs anybody. It's all on your screen. Reigns need Paul Heyman. I don't think Reigns need Paul Heyman. You know, I don't think Reigns need. Heyman, to be honest. Unless it's a backstage segment, Roman Reigns does all the talking. Yeah, he he's doing all need. He doesn't need to uh, I like the pairing, don't get me wrong, but right, I don't right, 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 right. No. I don't I don't view it the same way like you know, like when Punk and um Paul Heyman was together, you were like, nah, Paul Heyman, um Punk really didn't need him. But it was a great comparison, it was great pairing. It was a great pairing. I agree with what you're saying. Because I think Roman gotten a lot better. Matter of fact, I think we've talked in, like, in a chat or whatever. We just talked in general. I'm talking about me and uh, Chris. And you were saying, like, Roman's best promo is, like, you're my favorite number two. And he and Paul did none of the talking. It was nothing. It was all Roman sitting there. Matter of fact, I call Roman from, uh, if anyone watched Power, I just call him Ghost. And when he's sitting here and he's just sitting here and makes these things, I'm like, I love how he just have this control of SmackDown, even to the point of, uh, we've been all over the place, but the segment where him and Apollo, because I saw Apollo back there, I said, Apollo, what are you doing back yeah, there? I was just about to go ahead and talk about that. So that was you want to go with, sir? Take uh, over. Let's go ahead, but first, before I do that, Mike, Mr. Mike Riggs, we're going to bring on our next guest. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Right. Hopefully, we'll see you again very soon. Great job tonight, Mr. Mike um, we're going to Thank you, Mike Riggs. <laughs> Yes, thank you, Mr. Mike Riggs. All uh, right, we're, uh, we're actually long overdue for a commercial break. I actually almost don't want to play it. But we're going to go ahead and we're going to play a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to join, be joined by our next guest. Ladies and gentlemen, stay with us. It's Unpopular Review. I think it's the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Now, of course, she was lying because she's had a cushy life, you know, Diana has. But the principle of it, no, the, she has. She's an immortal goddess from an island of perfection, as Chrissy calls it, an island Whose of Whose boyfriend was killed 60 years ago, and she doesn't have a TV. I, I don't know that there was a the boyfriend only so much as he was the only other person who looked like her that she was willing to sleep with while they were fought together to go to the front lines. And if you recall correctly, after they woke up from the rape, uh, she said, you know, my boyfriend. Although, figure out how a stone brought my boyfriend back. Yeah, right? Well, I mean, after you after you assault somebody, you got to call him something. <laughs> my point is this. Even though she was lying, I still like that quote. All right. That was great. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Unpopular Reviews Friday Night Smackdown Edition. The executive consultant here joined today uh, by Bad Guy Jack is the guest episode, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to join us on this episode, please make sure that you send myself yes. or Bad Guy Jack a message. In the meantime, make sure you like, love, and share this wrestling. I'm sorry, share this uh, video to all of your wrestling timelines and groups. And if you're watching us on YouTube or you have YouTube and you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's dive in more to it. Let's bring in our second Guess for today, ladies and gentlemen, is none other than the Puerto Rican princess calling in today. Hey, hey what's going on, beautiful? Thanks for joining. Excellence in the executive. Hey, hey how you doing? Get another guest to replace Ron. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. 
nothing, nothing much. It's like so far. It's like I thought it was like okay, cause um, the one you were talking about earlier, Shaker Mother Nora, he should get a title shot against against um Roman, not Kevin. So when I see it, I was pissed off. I turned up the TV off. You should never let your emotions get the best of you like that. Let's talk about no. Apollo Crews real quick. Apollo Crews right. in the match where Apollo Crews cheated. But the, the highlight of the match to me was Big E being outside on the sofa eating your fruit cup. <laughs> uh, I took a note of that myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what is going on? It, it, it's amazing how, you know, and I, I appreciate this about Kofi Kingston's world title ring, how he still is keeping that comedic edge that he's supposed to have. But I still see a little bit of the killer instinct. You saw it, especially when Apollo Crews after one outside that title. And they, you know what? This is how you knew they were black. I'm sorry for anybody watching that's not black, you know, Charmaine. But it's like. <laughs> no, you did. No, no, no. You, you, you nailed it on the head because, like, I think it was a great balance because he was still comical. I think that's great because he was still comical. He was still funny. But as soon as uh, Apollo touched the belt, he was like, nah, 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 you'll never get this belt. He was talking his trash, and I think it was a great balance because I didn't have a problem sometime with wrestling or mm-hmm. WWE in general. They will have a character. Okay, so this is something I have acknowledged as years went on. When John Cena lost, I'm just going to use John Cena as an example. Mm-hmm. When he lost the championship, mm-hmm. He did, it almost seemed like he didn't care. He came the next day smiling. No, you're supposed to be like, No, I want my title back. I want I want to hurt you because I lost my time. When Apollo touched the title, Biggie stopped being funny and he was like, Nah, like you never get this title. You might have matter of fact, there's a funny thing that was brought up to my attention. When Biggie, excuse me, I apologize, but when Biggie was brought up to the main roster. Yeah, Biggie, when he's brought to the main roster, Apollo, who was probably on the independence at the time, he said, Wow, Biggie is short. He was short and all these things. But uh, Biggie never forgot that. And I think that was great storytelling in a lot of ways, just to, just for those people who might have, like, if you follow internet wrestling and stuff like that, I think that's great because, like, you, like, for me, I didn't know that. And when I saw that, I said, Oh, wow, that's deep storytelling. Um, I think, I, and just to dig a little bit more, and I'll let you take over the floor, Puerto Rican princess. Um, I, I kind of, because I think Apollo Cruz has been great. I think he's always been a great in-ring worker, but character-wise, he just doesn't have it. He's always been missing something. So, what did I say? It said uh, Apollo is he turning hill? Oh, hill! Remember, he had the segment earlier where it looked like he was sitting under the learning tree, so to speak. Yes. Uh, talk about watch how it goes, and it was almost so. It was almost funny. And uh, in Puerto Rican princess, feel free to chime in in a second. Yes. I, I like your yes. icon picture. Oh, by the way, with the unpopular review shirt. But it was interesting to see because while he was Roman was talking to Paul the second time around, it seemed like he was trying to like show off, so to speak. But he was like, "Yeah, yeah. Like, this is how you talk. This is how you talk to your people. Like, mm-hmm. I expect to get it done, get it handled. You know, yes. it was, it was a really cool segment. And, and the funny part about the Biggie and Paulo exchange later." Was both of them were not backing down. Both of them said, "I'm getting my last word in." Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, "You can oh, go, yeah. you can go." Yeah. It was quite entertaining. It was almost as uh, funny as the Bailey Bianca Belair. The Bianca Belair does this funny thing too. And then Puerto Rico's princess, you can talk because you know you called in, but you're not talking. Nah, because you're talking. I don't want to like call off. I'm not that type of person. Like you're talking, cut off. 
That's smart. That's smart. So Bianca Belair takes off her earrings, and you know she's she's showing that sign. Like, hey, what's up? I expect to get fancy. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? What's going on? Nah, okay. because the reason. No, the reason Powder Cruz probably went to Roman Reigns or um to talk to Roman Reigns because he was in the um, talking smack, and I think Paul Heyman was saying something to him, and he probably wanted to talk to Roman. WWE is always misrepresenting that, people. These writer, the writers are white writing for African Americans, Latin Americans, and Asian Americans without knowing our culture. They've used stereotypical since its inception, and that is one hundred percent true. I, um, I can agree. Yeah, the I only agree. ones that are a little bit exception to the rule. Um, New Day was actually written like that for a while until so they actually got more creative freedom and they were able to play around with it a little bit more. Our yeah. um, truth can do a little bit more now. And Ruben Lopez on time to see. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Apollo definitely does it. He'll turn. I think. Of course, the Rock. I think Bianca. Yeah, I think Bianca should be like the one to have a title shot because she's there. For now, she's like switching to SmackDown. It'd be good at the Royal Rumble on um, Bianca versus Sasha. She won. Let's talk about you know, earlier I talked about uh, speaking of Bianca Belair, she's going against Bailey. I talked earlier about how I think that Bailey has uh, really been helped by the virtual era, uh, because she's developed some confidence possibly without the fans being there, being silent with her, or booing her, or whatever they were doing at the time. I tell you somebody who I thought was hurt by the virtual era, and I'm reason I'm mentioning him because we haven't talked about his match yet, and we're gonna go sure. ahead and talk about his match. That is one King Corbin versus Ray Mysterio. And I think King Corbin, who was a bit of on a roll this year. Ooh. It's funny because Baron Corbin, I was watching a match with him. Okay, you want to take over? I'm trying to figure out why I heard a noise. Like I think is there something wrong with my headphones or 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 you were you trying to annoy me? Nah, because I don't no, no, that was me. That was no, me. because that was you, technically it's like tough. I don't like King Cole. I don't. I never like Cole at all. But usually he's a good wrestler, even though I don't like him. But it could be a good surprise if he won the Royal Rumble, because I want him to like he he never win like no belts and stuff. It'd be surprise if you see Cole wins. I'd be very shocking. Roxana, Charlie, Ashley, Bella wants to see Lana as champ. Hell no. Derek Mitchell says, I agree. Corbin oh, God. Effective. I think King Corbin is an effective wrestler. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's bad in a ring. However, he is not. No, he's not. Cesaro. Ooh. Not Daniel Bryan. No, he's not. No, he's not. I, I, I think, I think, I think, I think Baron Corbin does his job great as a heel. It's funny. As I was mm -hmm. watching him, I always thought he was a really good heel. Um, I think. I think the King of the Ring stuff have really reached its limits personally, but whatever. He's still running with that. Whatever. But Baron Corbin as a heel is literally if I if there was a comparison of Baron Corbin, I would say say <laughs> Baron Corbin is Chris. Like <laughs> Chris if he was six foot seven and all that stuff, like that's really he's a really good heel if you ask me. He needs I disagree. I don't think so. He needs to right. When you look at his old matches, so? it's not like he went over there and did a whole bunch no, of No, I mean, nigga, I don't think deep, so. Besides the deep six and the end of days, he doesn't really have any moves like that. I mean, he can do no. he he's does not fancy. very, he's very not fancy. basic, right? He's not fancy. But what he does is he knows how to entice the fans and get the fans into it. And I think that's what he's missing right now because he can't get the fans into it. So now you're just watching his work and it's not as impressive. I don't need to see him being thrown into the turnbuckle, him slide out and come back in for a clothesline. 
every single match. You know, it's getting older. It's not as impressive. Do you do you no think that you might have a good? Do you think huh. that I might have a surprise guesses like in the Royal Rumble? Maybe throw out um Cobra out. I don't think they really need surprise guests, and I, I wish they would go away. I know a lot of people love it, but then you see, here's my problem with wrestling fans in general, right? Um, he's one of the hills that stick to being healed, not trying to be cool heel like NW or DX. And you're absolutely right, Derek. It's normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's one of my problems with the Royal Rumble and the thing. It's mm-hmm. like people always complain. They did this with Legends Night, right? When they bring in people who don't work for the company full time, who are over the hill or whatever like that, don't wrestle anymore. They always complain about it. But when the Royal Rumble comes, you only yeah. have 30 wrestlers, right? There are over 80 wrestlers on the main roster, right? So not everybody can get a spot in the Royal Rumble. Right. You want to give up one of those yeah. spots so you can see somebody from the past, a Gregory Helms? Really? Yeah. Really? But then you'll complain about it. You know, you you, you got to pick a struggle, and that's what the wrestling fans do not seem to do very well. I hope they don't have surprises. There have been a few Royal Rumbles lately where they have not had surprises. I think um, – I don't think they had a surprise in 2018, except for Ray Mysterio, who later rejoined the company. Uh, but they, they have cool enough though. wrestlers. Yeah, they have enough wrestlers though where they don't. Now they surprise. Yeah, the surprise one was um Edge when he came out. Everybody was like, no, no, that was, that was 2020. That was 2020. Yeah, last year they had Edge, they had MVP, but these people came back, so I was fine with that. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, my angle might come out. Mm, I, I hope not. I hope not. And, Chris that, and, and not even like a negative thing. Is it? Go ahead, Chris. That's a question. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll talk about that next. Go ahead. No, because I was gonna say Kurt Angle. Only reason with Kurt Angle is because I think his body's been beat beat up as hell. So like, the thing is, as much as I love, I remember a friend of mine one time said, "Hey, what's gonna happen when we get older and uh, uh some of our favorites they get older and they can't wrestle anymore?" And I just couldn't imagine that, but it happens. So my point is. Like, when they get older and their bodies beat up, I don't want to see them in the ring anymore. If they can't even do certain things, it's like, nah, I don't want to see. Because I don't want you to get in the ring and get hurt. I don't. Even when Edge returned last year, it was cool. But I'm not going to lie. I got I got scared when, um, and, and credit to Baron Corbin. I want to throw that out there. When he hit him with that deep six, I did get concerned. I got worried. He spinned him. And, you know, Edge have a bad, uh, was a bad neck, right? So you get kind of concerned because you don't want people getting paralyzed. But he took care of him. So I'm just saying, Kurt Angle, I, I, I wouldn't want to see him in there. I wouldn't want to see him. I think he had a great career. I'd rather watch him um, from years past than right now, personally. I completely agree. I just yeah. agree. Okay, why? Mm-hmm. It, can I them real quick? You say, like, you don't want to see, like, like old people or like somebody returning. You should see Monday Night Raw when Triple H was fighting. Triple H looked good in his age. He's in his 40s, maybe his 50s. Mm-hmm. And he's 50s. doing very, very good in his age. It's like not all not all wrestlers who's getting like older in the 40s can wrestle. Ray Mysterio is still in his 40s and he's still doing he did. And Ray Mysterio right. is doing good. He, he's not... Mm-hmm. Even though he do injuries and stuff, but he come back. But usually, Ravens David come back stronger. He also is putting people over. It's pretty much what he's been doing since yes. he signed with the WWE mm-hmm. uh, two years ago. He's been putting people over. And that's yes. what he's doing because he's at the twilight of his career. He's in his mid-40s. Triple H is in his early 50s. But my situation, what I'm saying is, Mustafa Ali came out on Raw Talk a couple weeks ago. And he had this great promo where everybody was talking about it. And he was talking about how 
they spend too much time with the legends, right? Yeah. And yeah. most people are saying, I agree, I agree, I agree. And then at the same time, Charmaine, you're saying you're telling me, like, hey, we should just go ahead and bring them out because they look good for their age and stuff like that. But when you do have a Triple H come out here, which is and understand, he's not on TV. I really think he only came out on TV because Drew McIntyre has COVID. But if, when he comes out, that puts somebody not yeah. on TV. He was gonna say it to Yeah. You know, even the Legends he was gonna Night, say I it to and I gotta I gotta move on to this next match, but even Legends Night. Uh, people talked about, oh, I don't want to see the legends. And I said this: um, the legends did not really come out. They were backstage segments for short segments. Their focus stayed most of the time in the ring with current wrestlers. The biggest wrestler to come out in that ring was Goldberg. That's true. That's why the legends were all B star legends, except for the normal people. You know, Big Show, Ric Flair, and Hogan. But besides that, they did not do much. Some of them didn't even speak. Yeah. All right, so they, they know they have to focus on newer talent, and that's one thing that I think that um, SmackDown, uh, if anything, is doing very well. They are focusing on a lot of new talent here, which is how we're going to segue into these two are not new. They're actually um, mm-hmm. veterans, but Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro. Daniel Bryan always stays pretty much in the main event, but Cesaro yeah. looks like he's getting pushed, and he actually beat Daniel Bryan, which is the second Daniel Bryan loss in a row. But Daniel Bryan also is in the twilight of his career and is putting people over, even though you said it, He's probably going to win a Royal Rumble, and I can see him win a Royal Rumble because I see I him do. taking these L's going into the Royal Rumble and then going into uh, Roman Reigns. And before you um, go ahead and talk more about it, Ron, let me address this comment. Sure. Jinder needs to return. Twenty six. <laughs> they're doing a special for um, for India, and Jinder Mahal returns then. But go ahead, Ron. No, I thought this was actually a really good match. I was uh, in between, but, I, I mean, it was a really good – and I say Indies match because that's, hey, see, what's going on? See you tomorrow, darling. But – um. You know, I thought it was a really good match. I mean, when I heard this was going to be a match, I'm, and just to give some substance to it, Daniel Bryan, he was training with the Alpha Academy. He was training with Otis and um, and uh, Chad Gable. And uh, <laughs> and it's cool because, you know what, this era, I don't know, you, 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 I think a lot of people call it the COVID era, right? This whole thing going on. Um, you know, Cesaro interrupts this interview. And what was that? <laughs> she, uh, she, like, she keeps making no nah, Daniel no nah, Daniel Bri- technically not <laughs> not because I'm like this in green Daniel Bryan don't need train with Otis and and Shorty Dree he got trained Shorty already Dree. I don't know why he's there come on he got trained by HBK what the hell he want to train with um Otis and and this guy they both work anyway do you know why they doing that he does that because he's trying to get them over. He's trying to give yeah. them a run. So even though they're not out there wrestling, because it's only a two-hour show, thank God, we don't want it to be three hours, but it's only a two-hour oh show. Oh, my God. They, <laughs> want, they want to still make them feel special. So they put right. them yeah. arguably, arguably, still, in my opinion, you're most popular as far as being over, because I think if we did have fans, Dan Bryan still gets the biggest reaction. Maybe True. if you back tire, you have to, I don't know, I have to gauge it now, but we don't have fans. I think I think, yeah. I think it would be bigger than Drew. I think it would be Drew. Not to, say because Drew not to say, because I think Drew had a great reaction at the Royal Rumble. I'm going off Royal Rumble, right? So Royal Rumble, he had a he good reaction. Kicked, he when he kicked, kicked Yes. Yes, absolutely. We were at the bar, and granted, we were at the bar, but even then, I think we could pick up the energy where everyone was like, oh, the, and, and granted, I did think Drew. Was I, remember. Yes, I remember. Yes, I remember. 
I was there. Are you, are you sneezing? What was that? Yeah, that was mad loud. No, <laughs> no that was my husband in the background. <laughs> you said no, that was my husband in the background. You're in the background. Husband? No, 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 Mary. No, no, technically, I'm not mad. If you was somebody that law, I'm going to call him a love marriage. So we that both is, call each other husband and wife. That is so sweet. Zoe Zoe says, ask you this question about the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg, do you think he's going to be 100? I think so. He is not really experiencing symptoms, and the really, usually the recovery time for COVID is uh, two It's weeks. like two weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think he'll be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Derek Mitchell says it's something like, best It's best like shocking about that. Go ahead. Hmm? It was shocking about that. It's like, like, it's like usually, um, it may be confused. It's like when this week we found out that that Drew Drew got COVID, but last week he was fighting Keith Lee. Oh my God! That's 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 Ron's opinion of your opinion. Uh, let's see. Derek Mitchell says some of the best legends to return to World Rumble. I Mitchell dropped Perfect the bottle. In 2002, <laughs> 2002 Rob had damn. Uh, actually returned multiple times. I don't remember those off the top of my head right now. Booker T and Kevin Nash was in 2011. Uh, those were good uh, returns. Triple H just wrestled on Raw to fill in for Drew McIntyre. I, I, I can't believe that. I can believe Ray that. O'Brien versus Cesaro. Flashback and Ring of Honor was a very good match. Very well done. Cesaro was a little Yeah. One yeah I went to the match and I saw them. If I can ask, was any of you guys surprised that Cesaro got the win? Because I was surprised. I was surprised because I thought somehow it was going to be more in the law than Nakamura feel. Uh, you know, to extend that, have Cesaro lose, and like, oh, I couldn't win my match with Nakamura won his match or something like that. Uh, so seeing that makes me intrigued. I wasn't surprised. Oh, okay. okay. I wasn't surprised. Daniel Bryan historically is one of the top 10 most popular stars in WWE. That's hard to do with Hogan, Stone Cold, The Rock, Cena, Taker, and HBK. And you're 100% right. Like I said, and I've said this plenty of times, yes. And the reason I'm going to say that is not necessarily because of, you know, merchandise sells. He sold merchandise or something like that. Mm-hmm. But as far as crowd reaction and pop, not many wrestlers have the um, the crowd in the palm of their hands like Daniel Bryan. I watched a scene earlier this year, last week. Well, you want to win the Royal Rumble? What kind? I'm in the middle of a story. You ask me that kind of nonsense. What's going on? I'm about but I'm at- <laughs> so <laughs> I watched. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll be quiet. Good. I watched a segment last week where I saw Daniel Bryan in a cage, and he was part of the Wyatt family. He shed off. Oh Wyatt. yeah, I know. He did, you know, beat the hell out of Bray Wyatt, and he climbed. He, he was right, and he was about to hit uh, 2014, 2015, 2014. Yeah, he was about to hit his knee, and knee. He, hit the knee, he started doing his yes, and I saw thirteen thousand fans. And he did it slowly too. He did like exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and they just yeah, yes, fun. yes, and I've never seen anybody outside like a rock or Austin have that kind of power. And it's not like he only did it one time, he's done it multiple times where he right. can get them people saying yes. So, yes, I agree with Derek Mitchell 100. I think, even though, yes, is he the most popular as far as has a career outside, you know, like a Cena, like a rock, like a Hogan, or something like that? No, but is he one of the most over and popular wrestlers ever in wrestling? I Definitely have to say, you got to put Daniel Bryan in that conversation. Good job, Derek. Ruben Lopez says Carlio didn't show because he doesn't want to do a two-minute cameo. 100% correct. 
But the thing is, that was the reason why that was. He said he wasn't going to get on the plane and fly out there and stuff like that, just appear in the backstage segment for two minutes. So I completely understand why he he felt like that. But at the same time, like I said, you have these fans get so upset because they want to see the legends, but they get upset when they see the legends. Like, pick a struggle, (laughs) pick a struggle. That's true. Sorry, right, but that was uh, yeah, I know, the, Go ahead. Go ahead, yeah, I just want to know. I just want to know at the Royal Rumble for men who you want to win and why, and the same thing as a female. Female Bianca Belair. I think the match is going to definitely be Bianca Belair against Sasha Banks. I just see that being the Mania match, and there's something about that match that make me go like, "Wow, that's going to really be a show stiller." Men wise, um, Daniel Bryan. I stick with Daniel Bryan going against Roman Reigns. Those are my two picks. Things could change in, like, what, two, three weeks, but Daniel Bryan and Bianca Belair off the top of my head. Um, Let's see. Derek Mitchell says Daniel Bryan had one of the most organic rise in popularity ever. True. That's true. Kobe talks. Got to give WWE credit for creative ways on how wrestlers become entrants for the Rumble. Yeah, they just go in there and say, hey, I'm entering. Some people, like yeah. Drew Gulak, you know, you're not big enough to declare that. <laughs> and then other people could just say, I'm in it. And they said, okay, fine. George, there was a few entries, yeah. Okay. Um, to answer your question, yeah. I, I said I think Keith Lee is going to win, and that is actually the person I'm pulling for to win the War Rumble. Um, secondary with a little bit simple. No, actually, I want to see Big E win the War Rumble. That would be cool. I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I want to see. I want to see Big E win the World Rumble because I would like to see him versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Why? I, I want to see Big E versus <laughs> Roman Reigns at WrestleMania because I think that uh, that would be a real match. I think Big E is the person you want to put money behind and be possible number one star on um, SmackDown because. As much as I like Dan Bryan, I know he's in the uh, twilight of his career. I know he this is his last run, and I don't really think he really wants the title. So I would like to see um, Big E go after that. That's one, if not Keith Lee, because I think Keith Lee is your guy on Raw, right? I think he's the person you want to push behind once he loses weight. I think he's the person who could be the next star on um, Raw. So that's why I want to see that for the women. Only Bianca Belair. The money match for the women is Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. That is your money match. There's no other match you want to go with. I don't care about Charlotte and Oscar. Um, um, you know, not saying I don't care about the two of them because they're tremendous athletes, and I wouldn't mind seeing them at WrestleMania. But your money match for the women at WrestleMania is Sasha versus Bailey, by far, by far. Charmaine, you can answer your own question. And what happened to Bailey wins? I mean, I'm a big. What happened to Bailey wins? You must be on a delay. Mm. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I'm a big yeah. fan. I'm a big fan of yeah. Bailey, but I do not want to see her win the Royal Rumble. Um, I don't think that's her goal. I think what she should do, if they were to bring back the Women's Battle Royal, I think she should win that. But I wouldn't mind seeing, uh, oh, okay. and I forgot to mention this earlier when I saw this commercial, I mean, uh, this question, I wouldn't mind seeing Naomi um, come back at the Royal Rumble. I don't think she should win, but I wouldn't mind seeing Naomi come back because I'm always a big fan of Naomi. Me do, too. Do you think Drew McIntyre is getting his title stripped because of his... No, 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 At first, I thought it was Big E towards Nakamura to win. That's a possibility. I doubt it, but that is a possibility. George Lewis says Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair at WrestleMania needs to be the main event. 
I doubt it'll be the main event, though. I, I just I, I, it, it could be the match before the main event. I don't think it'll be the actual main event. That's if you're talking main event, like how Charlotte, Ronda Rousey, and uh, Becky Lynch, no, it's not. If you go by the top 10 women of all time, I definitely see Charlotte in there. I see Sasha Banks and Bailey. You know, the funny thing is, if you talk about the top 10 women of all time, a mm. lot of women now are in the top 10, and that's amazing. You know, but I know it's evolved. Women wrestling has evolved so much. You know, right. you want to say fabulous. Well, um, you want to say, uh, pop, you know, Medusa, you want to say yeah. Trish Trash. You want to say Lita. But you know, Sasha Banks, I can make an argument. Charlotte, I can make an argument. Oscar, I can make an argument. Bailey, I can make an argument. You can, you can, you can. I Becky mean, Lynch, I can make an argument. You can, you get the four, the four horsewomen. Oscar, I'm trying to think about. I mean, I mean. And I know Bianca Even Alexa Bliss has had a really stellar career. You know, people don't pay attention to that. Alexa Bliss has had a stellar career. And yeah. she's going up against Oscar. She's going up against Oscar on Monday Night Raw, and I'm actually looking forward to that match. Now, Shayna's good, too. Even some people... Even though Shayna... Like, most people don't like Shayna, but usually Shayna is a good, a good wrestler. Come on, she's a former... She's a former... I'm a I big like Shayna Baszler fan. I love Shayna. I, I she's not my top ten right now. She's not my top ten right now. She has a long way to go. What makes her. you? What makes her not top ten for you, Chris? She has not done enough on the main roster yet. She's a um, she's a former tag team champion, but she's only been in the company for for the main roster for a year, and that's all she has to show for it. It's not her fault. I think she's a tremendous talent. She was one of my favorite right. wrestlers in NXT when she was in NXT. That's what I asked. In NXT, did you did you think in yeah. NXT she, she killed it? Favorite wrestler. I love Shane. I was only you. You know, I met wrestlers all the time when I was going to NXT each week. Right, right, right. And I only met one wrestler that actually had me starstruck, and that was to a certain extent anyway. And that was Shayna Baszler. That was the only one. You know, and I met you know Matt before I knew Matt. Um, uh, Keith Lee. You met Rhea. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. Yeah, Rhea Ripley and I went at it because because mm-hmm. each other. You know, um, Angel Garza. I met I, Tommy Dreamer a lot too. You you must be so proud. So I had, I met all these people and they were and I was only starstruck by Shane of Baszler, Lana or Rhea. Rhea, of course. What kind of question is that? Well, what are we talking about? What, what are we talking I, about? Lana or Rhea? Who you want to see when the Royal Rumble? Who you want to see in any competition? It'll be, it'll be Rhea, and Rhea. when it comes to Stephanie, Lashley, it would be great. It would be great if uh, I know we're going off the rail, but it'd be great if Lashley won because I think Lashley has been killing it lately. I honestly I do. Your money match for WrestleMania, I'll say money match again. I don't care who you are. You cannot sit here and tell me that Lashley versus Brock Lesnar is not the match they need to go ahead, especially the way Lashley. You don't think it's too late. I don't think. I think it's actually now is the perfect time to pull the trigger because Brock Lesnar is actually going to the oars toward the end of his career because he doesn't go like he used to. I don't think he can. Um, and Lashley is dominant. Like when yeah. I saw him wrestle Matt yeah. Riddle on Monday Night Raw, and I said, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I saw him wrestle Matt Riddle Monday Night Raw. When he came out, I was like, there's no way Matt's going to win this. They're like, oh, how you say that? Matt's our dog. No, I don't think he's going to win this. Bobby Lashley has been killing it each and every single week since he t- joined with MVP. He's only lost one match before he lost to Matt Riddle uh, a couple weeks ago. But he only lost one match, and that was five. That was his first loss in a long time. Correct. He lost to Drew McIntyre, and there was some tomfoolery in that match because of Lana. That's why they ended up getting divorced. Drew, Bobby Lashley, he has even in the multi-man matches, and he loses beyond that. He's not the one to take the pin, and he still looks strong doing it. He goes out there, he dominates so many people. And even after during that match, I had to text Matt and like, "Hey, Matt, are you okay?" And that's when he sent me the picture, like, "Yeah, I'm okay, bro," and stuff like that. But <laughs> I mean, it was a really, really, 
That's cool. That's cool. In person. Yes, I think Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar is definitely your money match. Keith Lee is the um, only single upper-level black star not associated in a tag team or faction. I wouldn't mind seeing Keith Lee win the Rumble. I don't want to see Big E win the Rumble as the Intercontinental Champion. I agree with you. Not as the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, that's why when you said Big E, I was like, if he didn't have the title, I'd be like, yeah, because I feel like there's a lot of few and um, a lot of few in Big E, and I'm really excited about the stuff of Big E. But once he had the title, I was like, yeah, I don't think they're going to do anything with him. If he right loses now. to Apollo Cruz next week, it could possibly happen. Because um, mm-hmm. that is a possibility of Apollo winning that championship. I want to see Naomi join her business. I wouldn't mind seeing them have a woman, and Naomi would be perfect. It would be for different. It. it would be different. James it might even help I'll do with nothing but respect for all. Respect to you, too, Mr. Higgins. Matt Maddow Kelly says, Chris Harris, when will Rhea Ripley get a call up? Will she go to SmackDown or Raw? When she gets called up, she's going to Raw. Raw needs Raw. her. Uh, Derek Mitchell says, My top 10 women in the ring Trish Stratus, Lita, Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Paige. Paige, who had a short career, but a very, very noteworthy career in WWE. Asuka, Sherry Martella, and Medusa. Very good list from Mr. Derek Mitchell. Mr. Overseer, George Lewis says, which wow. brand is he really Ripley going? And Damian Priest. Damian Priest says he's right going. He'll be better or wrong. But let me tell you something. I, I, don't, think, I, don't, think Why you one, I don't think either one should be called up. But Damian Priest would be better because what's he going to on SmackDown? Um, I think Raw is too star heavy for him, but honestly speaking, I would just keep him in NXT. I think either brand. I would love to keep him in NXT. I don't think you have to call these guys up so fast. You really don't. I mean, keep some of these guys in NXT. Oh, yeah, China. Yeah, I think I think these. I don't think Rhea Ripley should go. Um, I think she needs to be built back up. I think when she won the title and she gave me that little crap that she did last year, I'd never forgive you for that. Uh, when she won the title, she um she was at a you know, high point of career. She was almost Keith Lee level, right? Right. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. Then ever since she lost to Charlotte, her career is like, no, no, no. And she lost to Raquel Gonzalez, who also was looking hot, my bad. But she lost to Raquel Gonzalez on Wednesday. So you've been taking a lot of L's on your way out of NXT. I know you said yeah, that was a good NXT. match. It was a good match. Yeah, I, well, I wanted to say, I, I feel like that was I gave that match a big 10. That was a good match. And I don't watch I don't watch NST, but that match I give that match an A plus. No, that match was good. I thought that match was really good. I'm sorry, I was doing the facial because he was very loud in my headset. But um mm. I thought the match was really no, I'm I'm just joking, darling, you know. No, he's but not. um <laughs> listen, don't li- don't listen to the executive. Listen to the excellence. So like oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to get fired. I'm about don't to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, the, I know. I don't take shit at all. That, that's disgusting. But um, <laughs> she laughed at it. But no, I thought that was a great exit for her because um, I think that's the thing you do right when you do a territories. A lot of times with these stars, like you put over the new guy, um, new person. And uh, Gonzalez, a uh, giant Gonzalez, she's the new person. So you got to put her over to make her look dominant. So I think even if she goes to the main roster right now, I, I get what you're saying, Chris. Like, wow, she took a lot of L's and now she's going to the main roster. But I think she still has enough momentum. Like when you hear her theme, you go, oh, you know, when you hear you get a little excited. Like, oh, wow, she's really in the main roster now. So and Rhea's been trying to go to the main roster just so she can get her pyro for her little foot thing when she comes out for her entrance. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She doesn't do better than Damian Priest. Damian Priest, I feel like he turned babyface and it was a wash. He shouldn't have turned babyface. He's a better heel. And I think his mm-hmm. babyface run was actually kind of stale. 
Um, him going to SmackDown, I just don't see who he's really going to feud with. Who would you go if you put him on Raw? Who would you um, pair him with? I see. I don't have anybody for him. That's why he needs right. to stay in NXT. Like, there you go. I, I, just I agree. Think, I agree. I think he'd be a waste for either show right now. I, I, I really, agree. really do. Um, the only person, the only person with Rippy like the part of all wrestlers, so she could have her revenge with Charlotte. Yeah, I was gonna say that's really the only reason she would really be on Raw. You don't agree? No, I think a Gonzalez should be on Raw instead of Rippy. Oh. No, I'm sorry. That was that was uh, I was saying Chris did uh, uh EC. You you don't think so or nah? I I don't. No. But ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead. We're uh, we're done with our SmackDown portion. We're going to get into some hot topics and news. Charmaine, sure. thank you so much for joining us. When you come back, uh, we're that's what we're going to talk about here. Some commercials. Thank you so much for joining us here at um, Popular Reviews. Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. We will be right back after this brief brief message. Hey. What do you need, William? Just your authorization for a special operation, Mr. President. We've managed to gather evidence of a mutant training facility in upstate New York. This facility is a school. Sure it is. Nobody really knows how many even exist. Or how to find them. Except you. He is brilliant. He is deadly, and he is still surrounded by frickin' idiots. Think. Oh, I'm sorry. I I got really caught up in that jazz. I'm I'm so sorry. You should be. Uh, and I apologize, I apologize <laughs> to our viewers for having to watch you dance. That was almost as bad as y'all singing on Wednesdays. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching Unpopular Reviews. That's rude. Wrestling edition That's talking rude. about Friday Night SmackDown. I'm the executive consultant. And I'm the excellent Bad Guy Jack. By the former UPR host, Bad Guy Jack, uh, as we bring <laughs> to you our SmackDown edition. Please make sure you like, love, and share this to all your wrestling timelines, all your timelines, your personal timelines, and groups. And make sure you follow us on um, Facebook, Instagram, subscribe to us on YouTube. Yes, everything, sir. Even TikTok, even though I never use it. Um, yeah, me either. All right. Let's go ahead and we'll catch up on these comments before we go into some uh, hot topics and we end the show. What do you think about the Dusty Rose women's tag team tournament? That's interesting. I think that's really interesting. Um, I don't know all the teams involved. I know... They haven't um, announced it all. Well, one team that they mentioned on Wednesday, it was... Um, uh, Kaden Carter and um, oh god, I can't think of her name. It's, it's the lady that, that that's dating Ricochet. I'm sorry, I just can't think of her name at the moment. Uh, ooh, I wish David was here. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> he, knows, he knows I can't hurt uh, Casey Contazaro. That's it. Yes, there you go. Thank you. Uh, well, you said looking Raquel Gonzalez looking hot, which well, she is. What do you think about Sandy Bill? Sandy Bill looks hot too. You know, she's I a like pretty girl. Her. She's very pretty. I like to see her in a new outfit, but she looks very nice. What do you think about her role right now as the uh, like assistant GM? Like that's her she's role right to, now, right? She's going to take over once Adam Pierce gets his butt whooped. He's it's going to happen. Roman Reigns is going to destroy this boy, and Sonya Deville is going to take over. So you you think Adam Pierce do eventually get in the ring? I don't think he's going to get in the ring, so to speak, and have a wrestling match. I think what's going to happen right. is he's going to say something. Roman Reigns is going to be pissed, probably over the Kevin Owens situation, and is going to right. beat the holy heck out of him. Now, it might be 
he might not take a bump because I don't know why he retired from wrestling. I don't know if he's injured or what. He's not, uh, he's not that old, right? He's not like that. Uh, he, he's, about, he's about, he thinks he's around my age. So he's not that right, old. Right. But I think what he, right, right. What he, I think he's just retired from wrestling. But even if he was right, right. injured, he was going to, he's going to get his butt whipped. Whether it's off screen or something, <laughs> he's going to get his butt whipped and Sonny DeVille is going to take over. What do you think okay. about Charlotte Ric Flair did on Monday? I thought it was interesting. You know, uh, we went from Charlotte Flair ah. pretty much dominating Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler each and every single week to now you're adding this um, element in there. And Lacey Evans is getting a push, and I think she does her best work as a heel. She's another one. Does not do – does not make a good face. Does a better heel. And this is a good storyline to hold us off for a little bit. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, just – it's fine. It's fine. Um, all right. So let's get into some hot topics and some news. The first thing I want to talk about, because David was crying about this earlier – um, yeah, you know, crying about this, and a few people actually sent me other people. So we're going to talk about it in general as a whole. Ricochet uh, possibly leaving WWE this year due to his frustrations with the company not resigning. Matt Riddle has not resigned with his uh, company as well, and possibly Sami Zayn leaving. What do you think about this? Do you think it's a possibility any of these three wrestlers can leave or will leave? Uh, I don't see Matt. I don't see Matt Riddle leaving. Uh, Ricochet, I can see why there's the, that that conversation with Ricochet and whatnot. And even then, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm more of a wait and approach kind of guy. Um, Matt Riddle, I don't see leaving anywhere. I can see where the conversation comes from with Ricochet, but even then, I'm kind of like, nah, I don't see. Even though there's some, someone pointed out, and I don't know, I don't know their contracts at all. But they said his contract don't expire until. Uh, 2024. So there's that argument too. So yeah, I, I don't, so I don't, actually, I don't see that happening too. Ricochet actually debunked that rumor for him, um, saying that you know this is not true. Right. And I don't know how long his contract is. I thought his contract actually had another year or two left. So that might be 2024. It might be true. I don't know. Uh, I'm thinking it's 2022, 2023. Um, I don't think even if his contract was up this year, I don't think it's a good move. But this might, this going to be unpopular. I don't think it's a good idea for Ricochet to leave WWE, um, especially for AEW. If he goes to Impact, that's one thing. Impact, he's a big dog in a small area. He can actually shine yeah. probably in winning the Impact World Championship. Does a great job. They'll use him right. I don't see AEW using him right. And if you don't believe me, this you is what I'm so? saying. No, I, I don't. Okay. So, um, we, I, I, you know, I talked about it. I said name some people who left WWE and went to AEW, you know, and, and how well they've done. John Moxley's world champion, right? But he was a world champion in WWE, right? He wasn't top dog, but he was a respected superstar. Chris Jericho, I don't have to give you his resume. Everybody knows Chris Jericho's resume. How right? great, yeah, yeah. Now let's talk about it. Rusev, Ty Dillinger, uh, FTR. Uh, Cody Rose practically runs the company, so I'm not going to mention him. But, uh, you know, Luke right. Harper, rest in, rest, in, rest in peace. Are these wrestlers that I mentioned outside the affirmation too doing phenomenal work in AEW, or are they pretty much in the same stagnant position they were in when they were in WWE? I think I think more Rusev because like I remember a post and uh it was pretty much like um Tony Khan pointing out like, yeah, well, you know, he was at WrestleMania, he was in a tank, and he was supposed to be this big deal, but he wasn't. We're trying to rebuild him up. And lately, and uh, that's still my partner from Wednesday, he, um, uh, Jeff, um, 
you know, Rusev was coming in, coming out as, um, coming out in someone's grandmother's uh, curtain, uh, curtain things. Mm-hmm. You know, like Rusev should be someone deadly, and they have him doing these things. And I understand a slow, a uh, slow build, but I don't get what's going on. Uh, FTR, they did win the tag team titles. I wanted to ask you this, actually, matter of fact, because, you know, sometimes we talk about wrestling. And you, and maybe it's not you, maybe it's someone else, but I, I feel like it's you. But we talk about someone, they put the title on someone, they're like, well, they put the title on this person, and look, what happened? Nothing. Do you think the title makes the person, or the person makes the title? Because FTR, they did that titles, but it didn't seem significant, if that makes sense? So I, I think it depends on the person, right? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, um, so, I, you know, in a short answer, I would say it's the person who makes the title. Mm-hmm. However, at the same time, I also can say that you still will put some respect on the fact this guy's a former world champion. So I'll use the case in point of one of the world, worst world champions I've ever seen, Jinder Mahal, right? <laughs> one, without doubt, one of the worst world champions I ever saw. I could not wait for him to lose that championship. But it's not because I thought oh he was doing God. a good job. I just thought he was a terrible champion. Right. So to respect him. But when he comes out, even though I still I never want to see him win that title again, I still look at him as a former world champion. But he didn't do anything with that championship. I've seen people take that title, and I'm like, yeah, I'll use Daniel Bryan. When he first won the world title, um, at, uh, if I cash in money in the bank, I was like, why is this not a world champion? He's not a world championship material to me. But he went and he did a great job. Where, where I was there. I mentioned this on the show before. I was there when he won that first world title, and uh, he beat Big Show for it. Survivor Series? Yeah, I think it was Survivor Series. He pinned him, right? No, it was a, it was a TLC pay-per-view oh, in 2009. Okay, okay. He cashed yeah, his money. He pinned Big Show after Big Show beat Mark Henry for the world title. I was there for Absolutely. it. I was so pissed. It ruined the night for me. I was so pissed. I was like, why is he small yeah. winning the world championship? I was there when he lost that championship. It was a completely different reaction because he lost to the shame. And so I'm like, oh my God, Dale Bryan was one of the most over people there. And I love this title reign so much. He made the championship for me. Roman Reigns right now has made the Universal Championship more important than the WWE World Championship to me. That's not something I've been able to say for a while since Brock Lesnar had it. But he has done it because Roman Reigns makes the championship. I think Bailey made that SmackDown Women's Championship more important than the Raw Women's Championship over the last couple months because of her uh, effort with her and, and Sasha Banks. I think it's just been that good. So it just depends on who has the championship. I think Miz, Miz was one of the greatest Intercontinental Champions of all time, especially in the last 10 years. And I think he made that championship more important than the world title at times. Especially when he had that Intercontinental title and he was going to Dolph Ziggler. I can agree to that. I can agree yeah. to that. I can yes. agree to that. So getting back to my point, Ricochet and AEW, I just don't see where they'd be using him. Or do anything. Um, Derek Mitchell says Ricochet equals Scorpio Sky AEW, and that's pretty much all he's been doing. Bald and black. He's not, he's not going to be able to do too much more than he does in WWE right now. I think his best chance is to stay in WWE, and honestly, I know it's going to you know, he's going to hate it eventually, but he'll like it in the long run. I think he needs to be repackaged a little bit. He might want to drop. The when, you we, when you when you say repackage, what would you do with him? Like, what 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 is your vision of a repackage? Um, I don't necessarily want to see him join the Hurt business because right. I think what um, the repackage I would like to see him have was something along the lines of what Cedric Alexander had. I thought Cedric Alexander was a good talent, but very boring. I but agree. He, I agree. Join the Hurt business, his stock has rose to me, and I think he's done. Gave him seasoning. Job. I gave him exactly. seasoning, and I think gave that's him a lot of seasoning. I agree. I think if he joined Ricochet, joined Retribution, but don't wear a mask, right? 
Oh but my God! Do don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. But retribution. He joins retribution and actually starts shining in retribution, where everybody else sucks. Mm-hmm. But starts shining retribution. I think mm-hmm. his career can take off from there. So I would love to see Ricochet stay in WWE and do that. Otherwise, than that, if he were to leave, uh, go to Impact Wrestling, where I think he could be a big star. But at the same time, I don't think he leaves this year. I think he still has another year or two left in his contract. So I yeah. will. Uh, Say that. Um, I mentioned Matt Riddle. Um, I will let y'all know. You know, a few people messaged me about this. Uh, Matt did resign last month. He 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 signed that contract. So that that was a lie. That me debunk that right now. Matt is still right. with the WWE uh, for the next, I think three years. Um, oh, cool. Sami Zayn. I can see him leaving. No WWE. I I I definitely see that. Um, you think Sami leaves? Yeah, I think Sami leaves. Sorry. Lance Archer, but see, I forget Lance Archer. Everybody forgets Lance Archer until he shows up on TV. Uh, besides Moxley and Jericho, who else has left WWE and had more success in their new home like Ring of Honor, MLW, Impact, or AW? Some people might argue um, the Good Brothers. I don't. And the reason how come I don't argue the Good Brothers, yeah, they're the champions, but they won the tag team championship on, on Raw like two or three times, right? Nobody remembers. Impact Wrestling yeah. went over and won the tag team championship. Nobody cared. And you know why? Because the Good Brothers, yeah, are good talents, but nobody cares about them until they join with Finn Balor, with AJ, AJ Styles, with Kenny um, Omega. Kenny Omega. No, I agree. Yeah. No, I agree. That's when people I start might... talking about the Good Brothers. Otherwise, than that, nobody talks about them. Nobody mentions the Good Brothers. Elvis Martinez says predictions of what teams will make the Super Bowl. Watch you, you, uh, UPR football. See, Elvis, you're about to get banned from making me highlight your comments. Derek Mitchell said, "Depends. Roddy Piper didn't need a title to be over, which is also true. Not everybody needs okay. a title." To be over, I don't think Randy Orton needs any more titles. He's over. He's Randy Orton. There's some wrestlers who need to be over because they were lacking some area. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say like Razor Ramon. He wasn't a world heavyweight champion, and uh, Scott Hall, and yet he's one of the more more over wrestlers of what the nineties. Correct. I was. I, I, I would. I would say. What we got Compared here? Braun Reign and Roman's Reign. Just saying, Braun's Reign was not as bad as some people say. I thought he had a really good universal championship rank compared, so? to what I, compared to what it could have been or compared to what most people thought it was going to be when he won it. I thought it was a little bit better than what it was. Was it like memorable? Was it going to your top 10? No. Yeah. Was it passable? Yeah, I think it was. Can you okay. put Ricochet? I, I mentioned it already. I answered that question. Well, T-Bar, another member of Retribution, won the Royal Rumble. See, this was, Elvis, you got one more strike. One more strike. Uh, I can see Rick Shane. Hey, remember that time move when we looked up and I was drinking fireballs? Image me with two fireballs. <laughs> Rick Shane problems. He's a white bread baby face. He needs an edge to his character. That's why I said join I do retribution. Agree. I do agree. He'll get that edge. He'll get that edge. He needs some edge. He is a good baby well, face, but he's not, he's not be- no. uh, but he's not believable baby face to be able to beat anybody, which is why ever since he got, you know, and I'll use the word, I hate, I think that this word used too much, mm-hmm. buried by Brock Lesnar. It's just been all downhill for him for them. So then, oh, so you think when he lost in February last year, that was it for him? I can see it. Yeah, that was it. He had a strong career, not a great career, but a strong career um, so far, going all the way up until you know the main roster. Yes, because if you look at it at the World Rumble, Drew Mac it was Drew McIntyre's moment, but who's the one that gave him the little blow for him to be able to? That was Ricochet. Which is why it would led to that match. But that match, he didn't get any offensive maneuvers in. And I was actually looking forward to that because I thought Brock might actually try to help him look like a star a little bit, not lose, but be like, oh my God, he actually did better than I thought. And we were all overlooking him because they were overlooking him in the commentary and stuff like that. Oh, Brock gonna fight Drew, Brock gonna fight Drew. Mind you, next week he has a match against Ricochet for the world championship, right? He just went out there getting no offensive maneuvers in. But Brock, uh, historically, especially in his second run, 
has had his best matches against smaller athletes, whether it be AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Finn Balor, Rey Mysterio, all some of his best matches, smaller superstars. I can see him on Retribution and teaming with Mustafa Ali and possibly winning the tag team championship. That's a possibility. That's why I said have him join Retribution. Let this end with him joining Retribution. Derek Mitchell says the Good Brothers are two boy band members that only get exposure. Everyone else is Justin Timberlake and they're like Lance Bass and JC Chazaz or whatever the name is or or Nick Carter and whatever the other Backstreet Boys names is. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I'm being a nerd. No, and, and you're fine. And, and the thing is, he's absolutely right because they're good talents, but they need that person. Go, no, they are. They and I, the other tag team that's really good in the ring, in the ring, but they left up at me because they acted like they weren't getting I'll say it, every week. They acted like they weren't getting any exposure. They acted like they weren't getting any storylines. They were crying. They were whining. I went out. I went in. I went out. I went in. Even though they won the World Tag Team Titles three times in their three-year career in WWE, went to AEW, won the Tag Team Titles, lost it in a couple months months to the Young Bucks. Where are they now? And I'm talking about FTR. And oh, you FTR, are talking about, okay. I'm sorry. Wait, yeah, what? And FTR, actually, one of the members that I think was Dash, tweeted Oh, look, it's the Good Brothers. Yay, or something like that. You know, he, he teased something. Oh, the Bullet Club. The Bullet Club, very sarcastically, because he's upset because, once again, we're not getting TV time because of this. But you know what? You signed up for it. You what do you think about – I think I've heard your view, but what do you think about uh, FTR? Like, are you – Grass is not always greener. Um, what do I think about him? Grass is not always greener. I, I agree, but, like, what do you – because I always – thought I love that they're different. Like, they're not – and this is not a shot at anybody, but they're not spot monkeys. They're just your traditional tag team wrestlers. They're the you're the they're those 1980s tag team wrestlers. So I get how a lot of people are not fans of theirs, but I love I love this stick. But what do you think about this stuff? So the thing is, people talk about how Vince McMahon is not a fan <clears throat> of tag team wrestling, and that's possibly true. I can't say it's completely untrue, but it's possibly true. Right. Um, in, the, in today's era, if you want tag team wrestling to succeed, you have to have something that's going to make you stand out. But that's almost any wrestler, period, whether you're singles or you're a tag team. Right. FTR, it's very solid in the ring. The Good Brothers are actually solid in the ring. But what are they doing to stand out, to set them apart? Just go out there and say, oh, I wrestle better than you? That's not going to work. What makes the Street Profits so successful is not because they're the best tag team wrestlers out there. They're good. They're decent. But everybody knows who the star of that tag team is. It's Montez, Montez, baby, right? And Montez. they know he's probably going to join to be in a thing. But the thing is, the Street Profits together are entertaining. They can it's go true. in the ring; they're solid in the ring, but they're also entertaining. Look at them; they weren't in the ring this week. You didn't even see the tag team champions this week, but you saw them have a, a second because oh, the dirty the, uh, the dirty dogs. But it's because they are a good, entertaining tag team. So as far as my thing about FTR, they don't do what they need to do to stand out, and that's the problem. They'll be great in a smaller promotion, but when you are on a major media promotion where you have people who are watching every single week or almost every single week, they are not as invested as myself or you or the people who are watching us right now, are they going to have people say, look at these guys? No, they're not. And that's no disrespect to them. I, I don't mean right. to disrespect you, but it's just not going to happen. Um, what if Lana wins the Rumble? She and she was the lone survivor. She's very injured, so I can see her return. Hope she doesn't win. <laughs> Lana's not winning the Royal Rumble. She doesn't need to win the Royal Rumble. She doesn't deserve to win the Royal Rumble. And I'm not saying that as a Lana hater. I think she's very entertaining. But you have so many wrestlers right now: Bianca Belair, 
you know, even, I'll even say Charlotte again, uh, Bailey, all these wrestlers who do, actually can go out there and do better use of winning the Royal Rumble than Lana, which will be a joke. And Steven, I know you're watching later. You're going to hate it. Steven's but definitely watching. <laughs> no, no. Lana doesn't need to win the Royal Rumble. I'm sorry. She doesn't. Did anyone no. notice how WWE released all the tag teams that were featured in NXT five years ago? The Vaughn Villains, who I thought were actually really good tag team. Disappointed. The Ascension, who I thought was a good tag team in NXT. Mm-hmm. APA, Derek, are you sure about that? Uh, Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass, I thought was a very good tag team that was over. In the, they, the were, they were really and over. I disagree, I, were, I disagree with that one. I disagree with that one. I thought that was silly that they split them up. Uh, the Ascension, and maybe it's not fair. I didn't catch the Road Warriors and in their prime. So someone in their prime may be like, nah, they wasn't like that. But it's like, I felt like a lot of people made that comparison that they were like the road warriors and that, and that were, and not with the road warrior pop, but like they would just beat the crap out of you, beat you in maybe five minutes and then just hit the showers. Uh, well, they were other- big, they were big in NXT. Definitely. And, definitely. And unfortunately when they got to the main roster, they were dealing with people who were also big. And it made them look small. So let me uh, ask so you. I, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to ask you. Do you feel like when a lot of these guys, I, and I understand, and this is the thing. I understand, like, as a wrestling fan, NXT is a different universe from the main roster. Do you feel like a lot of these guys who get called up from NXT to the main roster, or if some people say called down to the main roster, do you feel like they, um, like the main roster, they underutilize them? No. Not at all. No? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. I think they, um, you know, like I said, each and every single week, I think NXT has a program that works. And what I mean by that is they go outside, they go out to the venue that has 500 fans, including yours truly. And we're very invested in people that, uh, oh. that we watch. Mm-hmm. And we let the fans that are at home know that, hey, we like these guys, which is pretty much everybody. Um we were fans. When I say we, because I was in there, it doesn't mean I was doing it. But we are the people who who cheered No Way Jose so much that you thought that he was good for the main roster. No Way Jose should have never been on the main roster. No. All right. Um, no disrespect. No disrespect to him, by the way. I want to throw that out there. Yeah. No disrespect. No, no disrespect to any wrestler. I, I will never disrespect any wrestler because I admire what they did. Do right. But right. he should never be on the main roster. Um, there are some people, and I can't remember their names um, right now. Their names escape me. But you know, one is the cruiserweight champion, and he has two people in the background. One has been there for a while. I can't remember his name. And we cheer him like crazy when he comes out. But he's not a main roster guy. But I can see him coming to the main roster. But why are you setting yourself up like that? Right? Main roster is just a different beast. It's a different animal. Some people survive. Sure. Kevin Owens. What? Right? Sure. That's true. Kevin Owens used to be on NXT all the time. Now if he goes to NXT, he looks like he's too big for NXT. I said that about Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair, as she said, I made here. She was a part of NXT. She was NXT homebred. When she went back to NXT for a while, I was like, what the hell is she doing? She don't belong here. She's too big for, for NXT now. She is bigger than the whole company to me right now. So when somebody comes out there outside the Lucha House Party, when somebody when somebody from the main roster goes there, even no matter how, how they are, it's like, would you want to see Drew McIntyre? I mean, what do you want to see? Do you see Drew McIntyre stepping inside full sale? Mm-mm. Not now, especially not now. If Brock Lesnar showed up inside full sale, that roof will come off. No matter how much they are NXT faithful, that roof will come off because it's Brock 
Lesnar. There are certain things that NXT does that I respect them for, and there are certain things they can't. We're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic after I catch sure. uh Viking. Speaking of which, I want also want to say, since we mentioned Rusev, Rusev Day was so over. It was one of the most over things the last four years. Oh, my God. But very over. Very. I honestly think that Rusev Day was over because of Aiden English. Aiden English was the reason he why helped. that thing was so over for so well long. And the minute they broke that up, it was not the same. FTR is like VCR tape living in a streaming world. Their old school stick doesn't work on a variety show. Now like Raw. No one cares that it can wrestle. You need personality and character. I agree. Derek Mitchell, I meant to say yeah. APO. Uh, a pop, no, um, I think it means, yeah. Um, oh, oh god, uh, the, the group that was with uh, the, the, AOP, 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 yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, yes, they, they got injured too much, that was their problem. Um, also, you don't think it was like because I think that's the thing with main roster. They should have taken, have taken their manager, um, no, no, I agree. That was, I agree. Problem, that was problem one, and then problem two is they kept getting injured. Fair People enough. like Bo Dallas and Adam Rose. I was a big Bo Dallas fan. We had undefeated streak. Realistically speaking, Bo Dallas is not to uh, he'll never Bo be. Dallas was, Bo Dallas was really good, especially when he turned as a heel and he was silly. But Adam right. Rose, I don't know about funny. He was funny. He Bo Dallas' best run, and I'll say this every single time when it comes to the Miz, was with the Miz. A lot of people's when when Miz is with you or brings you on, that's your career. Damian Sandow, uh, Curtis, not, not, no, Damian Curtis Axel right. was with him. Um, Curtis Axel, Alex, yeah. Alex Riley, you know, people like Alex seeing, Riley had potential, though. I really felt that, and maybe his biggest run was with the Miz. Fair enough. He had I potential, mean, but fair enough. I, I get what you're he saying. He had potential. A lot of people, Damian Sandow had potential, but when they leave the Miz, they oh, go they didn't know what to do with Damian Sandow, but yeah, they go downhill. People like Tyler Breeze, Bo Dallas, Adam Rose were over in NXT, now on the main roster. Tyler Breeze is better on uh, – he had a that run. When he and Fandango started, they were doing well for a while, but then after a while it got old, so they had to go back to NXT. Bo Dallas. Hold on. Like I, said, Hold on. I want you to say this. I want you to say the quote. Go ahead. Say it because David is here. What did you say? See, Ron, do you see what I mean? <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, I'm sorry. David was in this. He didn't ruin it that time. He didn't ruin it that time. He came close, though. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Ruben Lopez says, Santos Escobar, thank you. Uh, yeah, there we go. Over people chanting Miro Day. Because they want to be hit. No one chat Miro Day, though. No one chats Miro Day. Alex Riley with the Miz. Dolph Ziggler's biggest run. Dolph Ziggler's biggest run yeah, with the Miz, not necessarily. I thought he was a very good Mr. Money in the Bank. That was before your time. Mm-hmm. Oh, 2013. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he was born yet. That's true, John Cena. That's disrespectful. Uh, <laughs> WrestleMania. Some people were talking about this today. WrestleMania apparently moving dates. This is something they actually announced, uh, and we talked about this earlier. Yeah, we were talking about it a little bit earlier. So they're moving it. Yeah, there's a possibility of moving it from I think it was supposed to be the 28th to March to the 11th of April, something like that. Somebody will, will correct this is me. Fine. I, don't think, I don't think that's like a big deal. Yeah. yeah if, you, if you have tickets and you already bought them, like last year or the year before, or something like that. Yeah, that's a big deal. Right now, they moved the World Rumble. Ron and I knew because we were all planning to meet up and uh, to watch the World Rumble. I had it set up for next Sunday. <laughs> it was all set up, but the play tickets and everything, and they moved it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> it, it is what it is. They moved it. Okay, um, and that's something they announced. They talked about that rumor anyway, like months ago, and now people are bringing it up like it's brand new. They they did mention that months ago. I don't understand. 
Uh, last thing I want to talk about is the uh, if you watch SmackDown, you might have noticed there was some new camera work done, especially for some of the wrestlers. Yeah, interested. yeah, I, I noticed it more on social media. I was, I was, I was watching social media, and like when the cam- when the, a lot of the wrestlers were walking towards the camera, you could see the different uh, camera angles, which was really unique and different. Um, cool stuff. I think it was really cool. Um, I'll talk about. That I mean. I think uh, what we got here. No, no, we can talk about it now. What we got? No, what no, because got? I want to talk about the camera angle because I actually love the camera angle. And this is something I noticed um, when I was watching um, the NFL last year. The NFL, I'm not like, well, whatever. But they use the this uh, angle too, where they focus more on the one player yeah. that they're trying to, you know. And so when they're doing the entrances, they're focused on the person's entrance, and go. it makes them they bring all the focus on them, and everything backstage is like out of focus and almost looks. Um, yeah, like movies, larger than life, somewhat a little bit 3D at the same time. It, it, it's really cool, and I'm glad that they stuck with that. And I don't know they're doing that because it's Fox. I don't know that if they're only going to do that on SmackDown. Maybe they're going to incorporate on Raw as well. But it was a very cool thing to see, and I actually did like that. But um, Fox is doing the same thing where they've been doing NFL games. So um, I think it probably is a Fox thing. Yeah, it probably is a Fox thing, and I'm glad that they're incorporating it. I'm glad to see Fox is putting some behind the WWE for this because they're trying to give them respect. Because if you watch a Fox game, they do talk about WWE SmackDown. They do advertise stuff and everything. So and, and WWE is doing the same thing for Fox game that rub. So I'm glad to see they're doing that. He is tied with the game 14 to 14. I, oh, Randy Orton? Is that what you're talking about? Um, I guess. I'm, uh, you know even though they're planning to do a two-day, I have not heard anything about them doing a two-day WrestleMania. Um, last year, because of the circumstances behind it, I actually liked right. it. If they're going to be in a similar situation this year, I would not mind it. However, I when fans go back and things go back to some sort of normalcy, I'd rather them stick with one day. I do not like two days. Right. So I was going to ask you, um, I don't know if you're much of a New Japan fan, but they do two days these days. But you're not a fan of stuff like that, or you prefer just a one day? So WrestleMania is a weekend to me. You know, yeah, um, yeah, it's been like yeah. that for years. So it's become so much larger. Like they don't really what they've been trying to do ever since John Cena left and stuff like that. Even though they have Roman Reigns to a certain extent, is they want the name to be bigger than the superstar, not the superstar to be the biggest name. And I think WrestleMania kind of sells itself. That's why they sell the tickets in November, and people buy, start buying like immediately then because without even know who's going to be in the main event. Because the name sells itself. So right. it's the experience. It's access. It's SmackDown. It's Raw. It's TakeOver. It's WrestleMania. As a wrestling fan, that's a lot. That is a lot. Because you have access all of those days, practically. And like I said, and then you also had the Hall of Fame. I forgot it. So I think it was like one right, week. Because Hall of Fame. Right, right, right. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. one week you could have got there on Thursday and you have the Hall of Fame. And then Friday you have SmackDown. And Saturday you have TakeOver. And then Sunday you have WrestleMania. And then Monday you have Raw. It's like, it's a lot. If you take away, see, last year they took away TakeOver to have the second day of SmackDown, uh, WrestleMania. First two right, days right. Mm-hmm. What are we doing about TakeOver? Are we just not going to have a takeover now? I I do think I know, that's, that's fair enough. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Because usually, like Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, there was usually that takeover before whatever that pay per view was, like Royal Rumble and stuff like that. What we got here? Yeah, for Wrestle mm-hmm. King, for Wrestle King. Yeah, 
Oh, I'm BGJ. Okay, cool. Now I was like, yeah. No, I, I, I love the initials. I might have to make that. Could have make it even easier when I put my name in the thing. BGJ. There you go. Boom. Derek, you're great. I just want you to know that. You're great. But carry on. So uh, I, want, I want to mention this real quick. You see, you said this earlier. You see how he ruins things. This man, <laughs> this man is like, he's a host of the show, right? He's a host of the show. He's right, the right, right. I, I think position. he is, right? Yeah, same position as you and me. Yet when he came in to make a comment, did he hit a like or a love button? No. You know, so. <laughs> you're going to say it. Yeah, see how he ruins things. Like he gonna hate I, I actually tried to defend his little dumbass. That's all I got, though. Ladies mistake on you, mis- mistake on you, right? <laughs> it's why you have no faith in today's youth. No, I, I, I don't. Especially if you look like Frankie Muniz. Can't oh be doing God. that. Yes. Let me answer uh, this question, Big. Do you guys think that it will be the Rock versus Roman WrestleMania 37? No, Hell to the no, it's no. not happening. No, um, and no one I, I wanted to happen. I want to see a Rock versus Roman Reigns, but I, that's 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 something you have to have fans for. I'm sorry, and I mean fans. I can see what you're saying with that. I I, I was gonna say I just feel like The Rock is just very busy. At oh, I'm sorry, I say Rock, but Dwayne Johnson, he's just busy these days. I, I mean, I don't think he's too big where he won't return. I just don't believe that, but I just don't think so. I mean, I get what you're saying too, Chris, but you like. That's the kind of thing you have fans for. You just don't have Rock to show up. To show up, you gotta have fans. But I, I don't see that being a thing. Um, what WrestleMania we're on? Like I said, I lose number. We're on thirty-six. We're on, we're on thirty-seven, and just you know, oh, we're on thirty-seven. Okay. The rumor is, which I'm hearing is possibly true, is that they're having it at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, which, ladies and gentlemen, is not the same place as they're having the Thunderdome for Raw and SmackDown. So right, it's a different venue. Mm-hmm. You're a Tropicana field. So please understand, if they are going to have it at Raymond James Stadium, odds are they're planning to have fans. Otherwise than that, there's no reason to leave the Thunderdome. No. Not at all. There you Not go. All. So odds are they are going to have fans. So when you say you hope and stuff like that, please imagine it won't. it's not going to be 80,000 fans. Or seventy thousand, or sixty thousand. It probably is going to be maybe at the most twenty thousand. I'll say probably like eight thousand. Um, but they are going to definitely have fans because that's why they're going to go to a stadium. Because the reason how come they didn't want to go to War Rumble is because they did not want to t- go take everything down from the Thunderdome and they didn't have another spot to secure it. And realistically speaking, they don't want to make that sacrifice. The only way they won't have fans is if they uh, there's another outbreak, which is why there they're being go. very, very very oh, careful. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Now he tries to like it. Um, okay, that storyline is so built in with The Rock versus Reigns. The Rock comes back saying, I've been the head of the table for years, but he's not coming back. The Rock won't show up without the crowd chanting his name. It is not going to work without the crowd chanting his name. Mm-hmm. Johnny Swag TV says, fans in current WWE, nah, I can't see that. There I think for WrestleMania, you're going to have a little bit of it. Uh, Ron, what else you got for tonight before we close out? Hey, you know what, EC? EC, I have nothing else further to say. I mean, I think you broke down the news. I think we broke down SmackDown very well. Um, I think SmackDown was a really great show. Um, You know, we got the surprise with Kevin Owens. I really thought it was going to be Nakamura, which I was a little disappointed with. It wasn't Nakamura. It's Kevin Owens. It is what it is. But I think we're on the rehab and I say rehab saying because Nakamura have not been utilized in months, maybe even years. So I do as a main event. 
Yeah, and I just think Nakamura almost every week. And Nakamura has had a successful WWE main roster run, despite what people think. He's a multi-time European uh, United States champion, former Intercontinental champion, former tag team champion, World Rumble winner, main event at WrestleMania. He's had a decent run in through his, his last four years. Mm-hmm. People don't understand that he's constantly on TV. Even if he has crap to do, he's constantly on TV. So he is. He, he 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 is. But I feel like there was so much more that they could have always done with him. And I do like that he had that match with uh, Jey Uso. I'm not going to lie. There was a spot where, you know, Jey Uso, he, he cheated to win. He or slightly cheated to win. And, you know, obviously Nakamura came in. But he looked strong. Mm-hmm. I thought that uh, – what we got here? I, oh. It says uh, he thought there was going to be Seth Rollins. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 37. I think we saved Seth Rollins. I, I, I think eventually, I do I think Seth Rollins come back as a babyface? I do. I do. I don't know when he comes back, but I do think he's a babyface. What we got here? The Chiefs are expecting for the playoffs game. Are we getting to Chris Point out? We see 1,000 fans at WrestleMania. And, and I would say I will probably be one of those fans, depending on what kind of precautions they're taking, because right. you know, I, I don't I don't like going to wrestling events so, um, so much like that, uh, too much risk for me. But uh, I will make that risk for WrestleMania, depending on the, uh, separate, on the social distancing that they have going on there, because I'm not taking a vaccination. Dylan no, if you I'm follow right. him on Twitter and Facebook, he posted that he took the vaccination. He's so happy for himself. Who's the, who uh, took the vaccination? Oh, 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 can I do decap rant? I want to do decap rant before we leave. Sure, take it. Take All it. Right, decap rant. And it was a flu. They can have fans outdoors. We need to push guys like Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Matt Riddle. She was doing a terrible job as a heel until they got into the piece. I am so sick. Jay Uso, Scrap Retribution because they're trash. They're all trash. They're all jobbers. Oh, Donald Trump here. This is rigged. <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing so hard because there was the stand theme and the, all the camera angles. <laughs> this is this is my decap rant. I don't understand why Sammy Zayn is out there all the time looking like a homeless lumberjack. He's not the guy you push. You do not push him or the loose house shoppers. It doesn't make any sense. I, I only want to you only got you need to push guys like like Matt Riddle and Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley and 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 and, and Keith Lee. Why do we see these same fucking people every single week? And the more rubble, we're going to have fans. They're going to be there. They can, they can go out to, to, to Campy World Stadium. You can't do a World Rumble without fans. And that is my rant. All right. Thank you so much for that, Decap. We appreciate that. We appreciate seeing you here on this Friday night. Yo, thank you, ladies. That was great. <laughs> All right, so ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching us here at Unpopular Reviews. For Charmaine, for Mr. Mike Riggs, for Bad Guy Jack, I'm the executive consultant. Please make sure you haven't done so already. Like, love, share this to all your wrestling timelines group, and subscribe to us on YouTube. For everybody that I just said, we will see you tomorrow. Two UPR episodes, Entertainment Side, uh, X-Men 2, and then Black Lighting starting 6 o'clock and 8 o'clock respectively, and then wrestling right back here for Monday Night Raw with the technician, David Sanderson, as well as the big daddy cool, Stephen Pena. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for watching us and have a good night.
Mwah!